Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
This is lively. Check back with these people a little later, honey. I'm here too. 
Is anyone there? Wants to speak up? You have one of those a day or two? Oh. I'm muting. <laughs> Is that uh, Amber in Florida? Hello. Anybody else on there? 
there's a girl that just came on. Hey. How is everybody doing? How would you be doing if you were getting shot with that weapon 24 hours a day? I'm sorry to hear that. Um, is there anything that you've tried, like shielding or anything? Nothing works. Nothing. If you're a true victim, you would know that. All the victims know that. Mom, I'm, I've been in situations and everything, and I find it just to get out and do the best you can and, and just tell them, screw you, and I'm, that's just my opinion. I'm... I got so fed up with everything that I just get out and put a happy face on anyways. Yeah, there you are. That's a good way of looking at it. They make you stop your life. You can't try to improve it. They just do it all over again. Never give up. Keep trying. So they end it. My my harassment has ended, but the weapon hasn't. I get more of the I get some of the weapons, but I get more or less the game stalking more. And I noticed my neighbor, she had just got a pacemaker put in, and like her pacemaker's been going crazy. And I don't know how to. I can't tell her that what's going on with me. You know, I don't know how to tell her. You know, but anyways. Yeah. Her pacemaker has been going crazy. It's the whole city doing it when it happens to you. It's the whole entire city or state or country or wherever you're from. I'm in Alabama. Everybody's doing it. There's not many targets in Alabama. There's there's some up north. There's two up north that I talk to sometimes. <coughs> but there's not many here that I know of anyways. That's good. You're lucky. Unless they just haven't come forward, you know. Huh? I was scared to do anything. At first, I was. I was really afraid to do anything. All I wanted to do was stay home. But, like, I got just, I don't know, I just got so mad and fed up with everything. I just started getting out and just doing stuff and telling them I don't care, you know, and just trying to live, you know. It makes you really mad because you're, you have such a good, you know, like we've had such a good life and nothing ever happens until it starts. 
lose everything. You lose everything, and there's nothing you could do to stop it. There's nothing you could do. You just have to let it happen. I was beaten six times. Not one policeman caught anybody. They didn't even try. The police are involved in it. Everybody. Oh involved yeah, they're in definitely it. definitely involved. Police. Oh my God. Hey. I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to say hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. You guys can finish your conversation. I'll talk after you guys finish. I think she's the one that records people. Huh? I think she records us. Oh. You said at least it records us? Took my driver's license from me and my two brand new cars after I paid them off. I didn't do a thing, nothing. I did not do one thing wrong. I just couldn't believe it. I never had a ticket against my car. Never know. Yeah, well, they got G- uh, C- CPS, Child Protective Services involved and took my kids, and they're just trying to destroy my life, too. You know, it's hard, but I just try to live the way, the best way I can, you know. That's <laughs> really hard to do. When somebody tells lies about you, is that how... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then I, and then I had like, go ahead. Then I had this friend that was supposed to be a TI um, backstab me and write a criminating letter to Child Protective Services about me too. Yeah, and they believe them. See, they believe a lie more than they believe the truth. Yep. That's okay, because they're all going to hell anyways. I don't believe that. I don't believe any of these people get caught. I wish that was I'm true. I'm talking about after they die and death. I mean, they're all going to hell. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It's like people that do things bad never get caught. Yeah. But what comes around goes around. They're going to get theirs in the end. I don't believe so. I hope that's true for all of us. I hope that's true. I hope we're we're still alive to see them get caught. But it's too late. They're already in the my body and my life, too late. And then you look very old, it pulled my skin off. 
wrinkled me up. They did all kinds of things to me. It's already been done. Like that um, nursery rhyme, Humpty Dumpty. Yep. Buffy's been around for a long time. How long has it been since you've been without your children? Um, it's been about eight or nine months, something like that. Oh wow! <clears throat> but I've been at TI for about a year now. Oh. I'm not making that noise. Not coming from my phone. It's probably them just trying to mess with us. <laughs> That's true. It's probably the ones with the weapons. Do you have any other TIs in your community? Well, they say there there is some TIs, but I never met them. They never came to help me. They never mm-hmm. came to talk. I asked Derek. I said I need help. I know that there's some TIs here. There has to be because the harassment is so sick, so horrible. How long have you been a TI? Oh, for years. But the harassment is just um, aggressive harassment. Lasted for about 15 years. And then all of a sudden, it just, just stopped. I don't know if they're going to come back or they come back after a certain amount of years, after your certain age, and they come back. It has to do with the numbers. They, they work on a number code. I think it's Do you have any family members? Huh? Are you close to your family or anything? No, my family. No, not, my family's not living. <coughs> older. Well, I never believed, and I never knew of any of it, any of this existed until it started happening to me. And then I, you know, I realized that 
it's hard to believe that something like something like this could happen, you know, and what and why you can't stop it or just go on with your life. It's hard to believe anybody says that things like that. Not easy to believe. Oh, you should be strong enough to go on with your life, or you know, just ignore them, or tell you things like that. Can't ignore them. They're the thing that helps me, um, I go to I do I go to church and I just try to like put all my energy into you know like a happiness. Like I focus on what makes me happy instead of them, and it helps. Do you have any hobbies? No. No hobbies? I have a sister, but she doesn't care. We don't talk. My sister wouldn't understand, so I wouldn't tell tell her. <laughs> I think she's part of the crime. I think your family members become part of the crime. I think my my mother-in-law is part of it. Huh? I said I think my mother-in-law is part of it. Yeah, probably. Probably so. Telling lies. Do you guys keep documentation? Huh? Do you guys keep documentation? Documentation. I have a journal I write in, but I like I don't I don't really take pictures and stuff like I should. I take pictures. I take pictures. I take license plates down. I take pictures of the people. I have them in my camera. I have a cheap phone and it doesn't really take good pictures, but I do write license plates down and I keep a journal. I go right up to the car or truck and I just. Now, picture of the license plate. Mm. I document it. I'm going through a lot. I don't know what good that's going to do. Huh? How long have you been a target? My whole life. Mm. I had a target for a long time. My dad and his, my uncles were in the the military, they tracked me for a long time. Yeah, I've heard a lot about military being in on this. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really bad when you can't live. You know? And they're targeting me with this gang stuff. They've been doing that for years. Because I live in an urban community. It's really bad. And they've been recording me at my job. Mm. And, and with the targeted, with the remote number monitoring, you know, it makes me like a robot. Mm. Really bad. Mm. And they make me mess up with my words and the way I speak. And 
I hear some man in the background going, hmm, wonder who that is. It's me. I heard um, cactus plants are real good. Maybe you can put one on your desk. Really? Yeah. Something about it absorbing some of the energy or something. <clears throat> or maybe a, some kind of rock. Try it. Okay. And throw it at them. And let me tell you, it's crazy because I know they do the fabrication. And I know it's Tarzan, but I also know I'm I'm being set up because I'm like they have call ID at the mm-hmm. job and certain numbers that come up is employees numbers and they're calling like, Oh, can you tell me how to get to the facility? Or somebody's calling and saying, Oh, I didn't see this um job posted and I keep the numbers document. Um oh I've been close everything. So I have documentation that I've called my corporate office, but it's really out of control because I know it's more just it's just it's more just harassment now is because they're bringing in patients and like to the facility and like um, and they're watching. I'm like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, what's been put on my name to do that? I haven't even brought that to anyone's attention. I don't want to. I documented it just in case of anything. And I know for sure because the lady came to see a patient and she said, oh, she called yesterday and then she called again today. And she looked at her phone. She wrote 248 down on the the book, but it was 241. And then she said, I called about an hour ago whatever. And um, when I seen the patient that she signed for, and then one lady came to see another patient that was admitted last week and um, it's so when let me try to say a subject because they do that to me a lot. And when she came, I asked her to sign out, and she didn't even sign out on the book. And then this other girl came to the front and asked me, "Do you smoke weed?" I'm like, "I don't smoke weed." And it's like it's setting me up. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out what are they setting me up for. Well, I would I would try to I, I would go ahead and you know keep doing like you're doing at least document everything if you have. To. If you have to take a picture of something that's questionable, so you'll have evidence. I do. I have some. I have some. I have some. I have evidence towards me, but the thing about it is, um, my facility does not. The state of New Jersey hmm. does not allow you to record it. So they can record, but the thing about it, um, the state of New Jersey also it's facility where you're at says that there's no recording for the patient's rights. And it's against them. And they have notices yeah. uh, okay. up for that. And they've still been doing it for the arms busting in Jersey. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, it would be a 609 number. So it is some 609 number that do call. And it's a 609 number for the corporate office. But they ask for uniformity. And it's that doesn't so I wrote the document when I got home. Phone's breaking a little bad or something. University Hospital. Can you so stop I, making that voice up? What a background noise. Does anybody know what's going on on the line? No. Is there a moderator? 
Yeah, so I've been documenting that, and it's like, why am I getting You know, and... Can you get a transfer or something? I mean, is there somewhere else you can... <laughs> Whoever you work for, do they, can they put you somewhere else, maybe, if you ask the right person? Personnel? Now, this is me. I've made copies of this. That's not illegal. I've done applications within the company for different facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't give me the job at all. And um, then it's like a discrimination thing going. They're giving me a receptionist pay rate in admissions. And then my administrator, she told the director of, recre- um, of recreation when the director of social workers, um, social services said, oh, you know, um, congratulate such and such for the position. Mm-hmm. and the technology had me quiet inside the office, and it wouldn't let me talk. And it was it had me say, "Oh, good, this is great. I love it. I love it." And I w- actually, I would, I, I, if I was able to speak on my own, I would have said, "I don't accept it," because I knew it was them um, doing something. I knew it was the targeting, and she was saying, "Oh, after a certain amount, then we'll try you with this." And then she's like, "It'll go up to a dollar more." Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up here like, "What do they think I'm an idiot?" You know, so I've I just been praying and stuff, and I believe my supervisor is in on it too, and the mm. technology makes me tell my business. Thank God I've been on the calls, and I yeah. talk to PIs, and I do let them know, like, I'm a private person. It keeps making me tell my business. And I've been running into other TIs that that happens, and they say that that's normal with the technology, but I have yeah. to work on it. So, yeah. yeah, they were doing that to my boss. My boss would tell me something to do that was completely stupid, which had already been done, and and after I I started catching on what was going on, that um, she was under their influence. It wasn't her because she was a wonderful woman, and I mean she would tell me what to do, and I could walk out of the door for ten seconds and walk right back in, and she'd have already forgotten what she told me to do. So <laughs> so I already I already and knew. Yeah, all happened to too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I'd do is walk around the building, come back in the door, and it was like it was a brand new day. <laughs> so I kind of caught on. So I just, if I knew it, if I if it needed to be done, I'd have gone and done it. But if it was just something that was stupid and already been done, and didn't you know? I just walk around the building, come back in the door. You know. So, but I could tell she was Yeah, and you want to know something else? The finance office. Um, she told me to do work, and she was calling me stupid. Everything inside of there. Uh-oh. I was corporate, yeah. and they, let me tell you, when I looked at the work online, I'm like, I didn't, like, the work was right, you know, yeah. and I'm sitting up there like, that's wrong, you know, yeah. why would I get punished because of the lack of what she does, and then my supervisor recently told me, oh, yeah, she said that you're incapable of doing the job, and I'm like, what? hiring her assistant, but now she has a promotion promotion in another facility. Then it was a lady named June that came in. She was only there for a couple months, and she was like, oh, she's leaving, this and that. And I was like, oh, I have to get your number. What I should have did was get her number, but I didn't get it. And then she said she's going to, she's out in South Jersey. She got a job or something. I know that's from the targeting. And so I said, you know, that it's crazy, you know, whatever, but I documented it. 
and stuff. And it's crazy because the technology, how it how it does, and then yeah. think about well, it. Hmm? Try to just try to keep yourself grounded, so you're all right, and whatever happens to them just happens. I mean, you just I just go ahead and do my job. That, at least you know what's going on, you know, yeah. and yeah. just let the good Lord have it and go about do your work. And, yeah, you want to know what's so funny about it though? Sometimes the technology zones me out. And it'll make yeah. me re- respond where I don't know what's going on. And yeah. then they put fear there with a fear right there when I do have my brain to function right. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this went too far and you're going to get in trouble, this and that. And I'm like, do you know what the ombudsman is? They're advocates for the patient. And I've I, I, I been reporting, you know, and I'm like, how did that trigger and turn on me? And I was the one reported that they were treating the patients wrong mm. because. Technology will make you talk or whatever. And I was talking to the girl, Vivian, Uh-oh. one of the employees. I don't want to say anyone's name. And mm-hmm. she was on her cell phone, so I'm sitting up here like, that doesn't make sense. And then this one lady kept giving me food. I kept throwing it in the garbage. And with the targeting, it'll make me eat. So I'm like, I do not want to eat the food. And then one lady, she was like, I'm going to sit right here until you. That's the same lady that I said the first time. I'm going to make sure you eat the food. And I was like, no, I am, I am. But I was going to throw the food in the garbage. My emotion was about to throw it in the garbage in front of her. But then when I got well, home, she me consume the food real quick, and I got so sick afterwards. Well, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna want to hear this. But if there's anything else you can do out on your own, it's much better. Then you ain't got to deal with all the drama because that drama probably ain't gonna stop. And if there's nope. anything you can do to go out, and maybe watch people in their homes or whatever. I mean, that's what I end up having to do, do just to survive this mess. Is you know, get away from those type of situations. So I went out on my own for like five or six years. And um, so you might want to make think about making some kind of career change, you know, start right now. <laughs> Sorry. And blacklist that I've done um, job applications and stuff. You want to know what's so funny is that um, the lady that came in to see the patient, that's what made me know that patients are involved in this is because of the fact the lady came to see a patient, and she said, oh, I just came from, um, that was me that was called. And I said, oh, that was you yesterday too? And she said, yeah. And she looked at her cell phone when she did the wrong time. I looked, and then I'm like, now that's crazy because I know the lady's voice that called. She's one of the employees at the job, and then I also know her cell phone number. So I'm sitting up here like, what? So they, they playing with patients. So I'm like, these people are trying to destroy my life they don't know I'm already destroyed, but they're really trying to destroy me because I'm like, well, what are they saying that serious that they have um, ombudsman in the state of New Jersey there? Something is wrong, but thank God I've been reporting since the third day I started, I think the second or third day I worked there, and I have the order number, and I, uh, when the lady was responding to me like I'm stupid and I was just trying to function and stuff, and they, they have a a mission statement that say we do not discriminate for race, color, religion. And so I'm sitting up here like they have totally discriminated and harassed me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's difficult to fight the system, though. If you try to do it legally, it seems like it ends up falling through, and it's a long, long battle, and usually it's not worth it. Uh, just, yeah. just, but no, I have no proof because you want to know why? Because why would the state of New Jersey use an employee to call from their cell phone to the job phone? And then when I was calling the other lady, she said, no, 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 don't call her. I'll call her from her cell phone. So I said, I have a pretty good ground to win my case. Is because if, why would the state of New Jersey play with employees' applications and stuff? It's going to show that I've been, I have been harassed. And so I called the governor's um, aide. 
um, to report, and I have all my order numbers from corporate. The thing is I just have to really focus to function whatever. And the, the last couple of patients, the few patients that's been coming in or whatever, um, and then one guy said, oh, you Felsberg this and that or whatever, and he was saying, oh, he do basketball this and that or whatever. So that means that they listening to my phone calls. They've been they, they've been listening to my phone calls, and that means but he could have been he could have been an unwitting victim that this technology is using to make you think that because that's what they do sometimes. I yeah, mean, they do that too. But I really believe they have my phone monitored because I'm in an urban community, and my husband I was targeted with. He was involved in illegal activity, and then my sister said her phone was tapped a couple years ago. So I, I and and I know it's recording, and I'm and I, I also know I think I told this lady what area. I, yeah, I told her what area I grew up in. So I believe they're recording at the job or whatever. And so yeah, so it, it's really bad. And see, and I told her, I said, oh, she's recording, and she said, oh, my phone got real hot. And I said, oh yeah, your phone is tapped. And I told her her phone was tapped. Or whatever, but you, it, it, it's so crazy because I said, you know, I'm gonna win my case is because of the fact you give me grounds of the reason why that I should be monitored and I should be, you know, recorded. For what reason? You tell me what reason that I should be recorded. You know, that's not fair when I've been making reports to corporate and and letting them know what's been going on. And it's, it, you know, from the beginning, you know. Does anybody on the line have D2K? I do. I get music all the time. <laughs> music? Does anybody have direct D2K and you hear what they're saying? Yeah, I do. And the music is also a target, depending on what kind of music they target you different ways. Well, I get music too, but that could be just association. I'm talking about specific directions to hurt yourself or um, direct threats. Stuff like that. No. No. Say that again? Okay. Sorry? Could you repeat that again? Yeah, like direct threats, like you're dead or kill yourself or stuff like that. Yeah, I get that. You get that too? Yeah. They say the magnets help with the V2K. I haven't been able to get it, so. What, what kind of magnets? Um, the earth magnets, they said, and they say get very strong ones. Where do you get them from? Well, online. They have some website. You can search they're called, online. They're called um, earth magnets? Mm, they're, called, they're rare earth magnets. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you can get them at... Um, KJ's has them. KJ's magnets. Um, what is it called, though? Rare earth magnets. Oh, rare earth. Yeah. They got another name. Am I name supposed to help? Yeah, a little bit. But it seems like it always comes back. The music does. It comes so. back. Do you think it's some cell towers, or how do people think that it's coming? How is it getting directed? I don't know. <laughs> I know I've got something in my ears that are picking it up. They've done something to to me. So, you know, something's kind of acting as a receiver. So that's probably, you probably got something in you. I hate to tell you that. 
like a um um what is it called? Like um some kind of device? Could be. They've got all kinds of ways to do it. All kinds of stuff from what I hear. I got this little black crap they put in my ear and it's like acting as a receiver or something. They put something in my ear. Do you think when people get surgery they implant them and stuff like that? Yeah, if you had surgery they could have done something. They attack you in your sleep. Well, how how do they get you in your sleep? Like how? Put you out. They put you out. Yeah. You mean when you're unconscious during surgery? They don't, it didn't have to be in surgery. I mean, they could have done it when you were home sleeping. You just they, don't know. That's exactly what happened to me, and they put it in my right ear, and I could hear them talking. Yeah, they did something to me like that ever since I've been getting music, some stupid country western song and stuff. And then they took it out. They sprayed. So I'm, I'm unclear. They come into your house? Yeah. Well, most likely they've done it covertly. That weapon and locked doors, and they spray you from the outside. It goes right through your window, and you but get. But they don't even have out. to do. It. Now they can just do it through the food, stuff in food now. So, you know these these toxins that pick up these signals. Oh, uh, so it's just like, the, and also the chemtrails. I mean, that yeah, Prince all, was talking about, yeah, um, and that everyone's talking about. It's all but, connected. Yeah, the chemtrails facilitate the transmission. Well, they also have the aluminum and barium in it. It's a metal. So when yeah. it rains and anybody gets any rain on them, or even if it doesn't rain, they come down in nanoparticles. So yeah. I guess those particles could be um, used as a signal. And it can make you sick, too. Yeah. Like, what kind of sick? I mean, they make me sick when you can't even get out the house. You feel like you want to vomit. Yeah, I feel like very, very tired all the time. Yeah, they I'm always tired. I have no energy. It's very dangerous. They're putting me as I'm sitting here. My is bouncing all over the place. What's bouncing? I know. They put me in the middle all the time now. They already got my whole body. Oh, body is pretty bad. Me too. I'm all, you got stuff all over me. It's a daily like, what do you thing. mean? They weaken your muscles. They pull your muscles. They stretch your muscles off of you, and then they twist you, and then they take the sash off your muscle. That's how they wrinkle you, and they pull your skin up. They pull your veins and arteries out. Make you real old. Yeah, they make they hurt your my body. They pull my body apart. My hair's burnt out. I wear a wig. You can't fix yourself. You can't do anything to fix yourself. Why? Yeah, they mess up in my eye. Like, my eye is going down low. And um, I went to eye doctor, and I recorded the 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 um the physician. And she was looking at me like, I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, I need documentation for court. And she told me that some of the nerves in my eye is going. They do a lot of things to you. That's because these neurotoxins attack that area, the the optic nerve area. Yeah. Well, is there a place where they're not doing this, or is it doing? 
or is it going on everywhere in the world? It's well, everywhere. 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 It's people targeted in different countries. The president knows about it. Um, you can read up on Diane Feinstein. You can um, another one that knows about it is Hillary Clinton. She really knows about it. Um, it's is a lot. Trying to help? Who? Is she trying to help Hillary Clinton? I don't. I don't know. With my targeting, it limits me to um, to really research. A little bit that I have researched. Um, she knows about the bio um, genetics that the the new technology to coming out. The CIA is lying, talking about they don't know. Like in the next two years, they're working on it because it's about to hit um, the black market. But that's a lie. It's we're targeted, so we know they're already using it on us, and we already know it's out there. The, the military it comes is military based. They're the ones that work on the technology. And yeah, I know it's military. I actually yeah. could hear. I. I could hear, you know, George Bush, the junior guy, the way he used to laugh, that sinister laugh. I could hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I hear military. I hear military terms like "you're worm," stuff like that that I never heard in my life. Oh, oh that's terrible. Are you a target? These crazy people have put this stuff in my chest around my my breast area. I guess they were trying to make me. Like be a woman or something, but I've got these, no, no. I've got, when they you have to cover your heart is because they burnt me all under my chest. I have no, no, I, no, no. I've got the black toxins. I'm telling you, they put these toxins in all around that area, and they'll emanate on occasion. I can get some of the crap out, but you know. What do you mean? They've injected these toxins in me covertly and around my armpits, around my front, and my yeah, chest. They can, they can inject you through the um. Oh, no, this this is a needle mark. This is needle They've got to me covertly and did this, I'm telling you. Oh, okay. No, I've heard it. So I, I'm not targeted like that. I'm targeted with the lasers also. Like, I did my affidavit for the state of New York. I submitted that one, um, and I submitted mine with Darlene Miles also. Like, I have burn marks on each side of my, like, at the bottom of my shoulders. They're like bruises. They burnt me under my chest, my legs. They totally deformed my body. Um. How do you know they ain't needled something in there though? Do you not have no needle marks or nothing? Um, no. What I do, what they were doing is I can feel it. They give me phantom pain. Like mm-hmm. it's sometimes I have agony pain. It's like hell to get out the bed in the morning. I I, I pray, you know, and I cry sure. out to God. Cause I'm like I have to live. I have to focus. It's very hard to focus. And like I've been called stupid at my job. <laughs> you know and responding in some ways, and, you know, I just pray, you know, and I'd be like, God, you know what I'm going through. Help me focus, you know. And um, and I, one of the TIs told me don't cry because it feeds off of that, and, and don't play the victim because it feeds, and it will come back and target you more. So I've been pushing through the tears, I've been, and she told me to take deep breaths so that I can speak right because my pronunciation is totally messed up now, my vocabulary it's really hard. It's really, really hard. They totally burnt my scalp. I have pictures of my scalp with the burning. It is really hard. I mean, I've reached out to the to the White House. The White House directed me to the National Guard. Yeah, they won't help none. The Navy. You know, they know about it, but they won't. They won't do no. anything. A whole group of Don't people. Don't want to tell people that they're crazy? Excuse me? I did the same thing. I called the president's office. I called the congressman. I called... 
senators. I did the same thing. Yeah, I did nothing. No, no. I went to the state to tell people that they're crazy, right? Who's crazy? Don't they just tell people that they're crazy? It, they, that's no. the way it's portrayed. They either make you want a mental institution, they want you crazy, they either make you suicidal, or they make they, or they want to kill you. It, it, you well, so, what's the, so what is the goal? Like population control? What do you think it is? The, the goal is it is basically human experimentation. It's beyond that. I, I think it's more than just human, um, human experimentation. It's really bad. It, it's not. It's not a good thing to be a TI at all. It's a very dangerous state. If you and you need to be amongst other TIs because they understand you to get help to be able to. Every right is violated. Your civil, human, constitutional rights are violated, and it is. They. Ha, it's a documentation I have for for um, California, and they gave it to me because it's a a councilwoman in California. They know about the targeting, and they advocated some parts of California. They do recognize that they're not supposed to use wireless technology at all, and I am becoming an advocate for the state of New Jersey to to let them know what what has been done to my life, as well as New York and and the tri-state of California. of the East Coast or whatever, because it's not it's not an easy task. It's not an easy task, and everyone, and in my opinion, just bear with me. I'm trying to get it out. There is a way that they can tell who's a TI and who's not because of the fact some people they are just mean and, and downright like that. And me, I would even as a TI when they want me to do bad things. Cry out, and I, I try to focus and push through. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, because it's not right. Where others will just do, it, and it's just in their nature. You know, so like, it's, 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 what kind of bad things? I don't know. They try to make you do anything. I, I grew up in an urban community, so you could just imagine the stuff that people do. But I was raised in a somewhat okay area. You know, my father was a pastor. My mother was a prayer warrior, you know, and I was taught you don't do those things. So anytime they put a thought in my head to want to do wrong, I sit up there and I fight the thought. Where, But at times with the remote neural monitoring, is really hard where you where you can't even um, um, through it. So a lot of times it, I say it, it played out good where I was in the house um, sometimes because those were the times they were giving me really bad thoughts. And I was like, oh, no, and I, I call for prayer. Every right is violated. Even us on this talk show line, this perks on this line, like crazy, people call to get information to target you more. But that's why it's important to stay in contact and the calls are recorded. So when someone is doing that, that's violating our rights, you know. So it, it, it's just crazy. And I, I feel like every team needs to be an advocate and get out there and, and make America aware of this and make the president, make the, the Congress, make them do something about this violent technology. It is tearing lives apart, taking our rights away. We have lost so much. Some of us have lost homes. So K plans, marriages have been torn up. People have been suicidal. People are dead. People, do you know how I've been targeted? I've sat on my porch and somebody just drove by shooting at me for no reason, no reason. You it, it just crazy. If you've been burned so bad, how can you work? Are you still working? Yes, I am working. Well, aren't you in a lot I of pain? I don't know how anybody's able to function. Really, I can't. 
I can't function. It, it, it is. It is. It's not too many TIs that work, but it's hard. And I stay in contact with other TIs that do work, and all of us are targeted the same way. And we we talk to each other. We document, and it is very hard because. It can, it can trigger back on you when no one knows you can't tell anyone because you're going to be persuaded as if you're crazy or this and that. So you have to try to focus. It's very hard to focus and be regular when you knew you was a regular person before and this message tore your whole life apart. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. And your whole, they turn your family against you. It's crazy. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. Okay, so how to target, because I know, like, I used to have friends. I don't have friends anymore. Um, my life is totally upside down. Used to have a relationship. That's gone. And I feel suicidal every day. And um, I, I was never like that before. No, call someone. If you feel suicidal, call someone. I, let me tell you, I'm a TI that don't care. You can call me any type of, any time of night. I would say they, they tried the suicidal thing with me too, but I kept calling a TI and she helped me because it does go away. They'll do it to, to test you to see because you have to remember the programming reads your thoughts before you do. And if you're not a suicidal person, it won't happen. But they do have technology where it will make you. But, but that's why whenever you get that thought, you need to be in contact with a TI to fight it. No. You, you say you are going to live. This is your right. You are an American citizen. You, you do not deserve to be treated this way. You push through and you fight. You stay in contact with another TI, someone that has your back to help you get through it. Well, I don't have other TIs. Excuse me? I don't know other TIs. Well, that's why we have this line here, and that's why we're advocating getting out there. You can talk. There's people in California that go out every day in downtown um, L.A., and they're right in front of City Hall, and they're not bothering them. They're letting them advocate, getting the education out. It's very hard on the East Coast, but now we're trying to get something together to get out there. I've been to the mayor's office, to Ross Baraka, and I'm getting out there. I have some letters for Cory Booker, the senator, the senator or whatever, and, and it's very hard because when you're by yourself, it, it's, it's very hard, you know, so... And, and we're, some of us are violated. That's why we have to be careful what we say on this phone also because we're violated. Because perks get on a line that want to just antagonize and ask questions. Like, to me, I'm thinking, are you a T.I.? Because the kind of questions that you're asking is like you're a perk. Because if you're a T.I., you will understand what we're going through. Yeah, I don't trust anybody, though, anymore. Like, I used to I have, like, a friend, and I think that he's, like, a, a handler or something. Um, he, like, knows what I'm thinking. Like, it's so weird. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're a T.I. You don't know. Oh, I know that. I'm not asking that. I'm saying I had a friend who would call me and he'd know what I was thinking. That can't happen. What's the... Like, he wouldn't, like, you know, say, oh, you're thinking this. He'll mention a movie out of the blue, something that crossed my mind. It's too bizarre. And the same person would do that constantly. Well, I know this is Joe's call, and a lot of perks be on his line doing stuff, but Joe is an awesome person, and 
he he tries to protect us as much as I can, but you sound like a perp because I feel like if you were T.I., you would be able to relate to us and you would help us advocate and get out there into the government, to the president, and write our letters. They have had, I haven't been to any of the marches, whatever, but they have been to the White House and everything. President Obama knows about it. The so FBI, CIA, they all know about it, but I do believe to certain standards inside the FBI, CIA, and everything, everyone doesn't know about it, but I'm pretty sure they've touched on the wireless technology. That's why I say wireless technology because it handles everything in a whole. So I know. So I'm trying to figure out how I became a TI. That's how I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, I, if, if you don't know how you became a TI, then you're not a TI because you'll know. You mean I should know exactly who did this to me? Because somebody lied about you. You what? You don't know who did it. First of all, it's the government that did it. It's the, it's the government's technology they use for terrorism to build it for terrorism, and they use it on their own American citizens. I know that, but why is it everybody? Why certain people? That's what I want to know. Why I me? I believe they have everyone on it. It's just a matter of, well, I, I, I feel like it's a matter of time. They can tell where anyone is at at any time. It's beyond the Patriarchs Act. They can tell where you're at at every time. They can hear everything. Like when we're talking now, they know. They know each person. There's people that work for the government that's targeted. That's why I believe with Snowden, Snowden knows a lot more than what he said. You know what he and he's a whistleblower. Is that we're all being um, tape recorded and watched. I get specific voices. I don't know if everybody else gets that. A lot of people do. May I suggest that you read Dr. Hall's book? It's called Guinea Pigs, and it's the best book that can kind of explain how uh, all this stuff falls together. From what's, the, it, what's the book name? It's called. Dr. John Hall has written a book called Guinea Pigs, Technologies of Control. He did move read too, right? Don't the, harp system, don't the harp system affect everybody, though, Lon? Well, harp is a technology for microwave and for weather. They use that to modify the weather. No, that's just a big scam. They're using that to target people. Well, the weather is a big weather is a big killer of a lot of people too. By the way, they use that to um, flood places that were never flooded before, drought places that weren't droughted before, and yeah. people lose years or decades off their life from the stress of weather-related problems. Guys, I'm telling you, be careful because this is perps on this line. Yep. Uh, can I say, you don't have to know why you were put on this. I, I do know because it was just somebody next door. I want to document it. You know, guys, that the cause is being recorded tonight, but document too because. Excuse me. Can I, can I just finish this? Okay. A lot of people don't know why they're targeted. If you listen to Dr. Duncan talk, when they were using things like McCultra way back in the 70s against people, they had specific demographics of people who were targeted. And today, he says, they're just doing it on anybody. Rich people, poor people, black people, white people, brown people. It does not matter. Old people, young people. 
They they will target even babies. This is sick. And pets, they will target uh, anybody or anything, actually, that is to their advantage to learn something. And I, as, this is my understanding. There is an arms race going on that is very different from the one I had to live with for 50, 60 years, the nuclear arms race. Very different. This is electromagnetic energy that is being harnessed, and there are at least, last night I heard heard some, a very well-informed person talking, and he says that 26 countries, different countries are racing, trying to be the number one country. A couple of three years ago, Premier Putin of Russia said the country that that harnesses electromagnetic energy first will be the one that rules the world. We're trying to, our, our country's trying to do it, China's trying to do it, Belgium, 26 different countries. So the, the problem is we don't really know who is targeting, especially people on coastline, we don't really know who's targeting us at the moment. Um, now, I, I, have a, I have a really good inclination that it is this neighbor put me on the list because he had connections with uh, law enforcement, the Navy, and in other places. So I have an inkling, but there are people who have no idea why they're targeted. So don't feel bad about that. And try to, if you can, uh, try to just concentrate on living your life because this is something that you can talk about. All the shielding, good shielding. They're good ideas for shielding from this stuff. But as far as it, uh, the shielding stopping it, nobody's really found a way to stop it permanently uh, for everybody. So. Do the best you can. I admire the person who says she's still she's still working because a lot of people aren't working. And I was re- I'm retired, so I'm old enough to where it. Um, I didn't have to worry about that. About the time it started with me, it was time for me to quit. So with other people, uh, there. If you want to listen to somebody who is still working, Renata has a real good call on Sunday afternoons, and you can. No, I can't on. work. I I haven't been able to function for for years. Well, some people can't, and, and I do believe that uh, these people are to be admired because it is hard. It is really hard. So don't don't down somebody for not working, and don't down somebody because they are working. Because and, and let's stop calling everybody a perp because that's nonsense. We it have is. It's hard as people everybody from walking off the call. Yeah, like, you know, there are people that are being targeted that are afraid to talk up because somebody's going to call them a name. Well, that's I not, mean, that's, that's, so, that's so horrible. You yes. know, everybody's got their own different situation, though. You have to respect whatever someone's going through. I know, but people come to this call for help, not to be called names. I really appreciate what the woman just said. Thank you very much for that information. Okay. God bless you all. I did did hear something I thought was really good, and I didn't come on early, so I just came on late. But when the woman was saying that she goes to prayer, that's what I've been doing for 15 years now. I did it anyway for 50 years before then, but now I know that that's the one thing that is getting me through this is my relationship with the Lord. So I was. You said give me relief. It used to give me relief. Now it doesn't anymore. 
It will. I don't even feel anything anymore. It's still there, even if you're not in touch. Open up to God. Get your Bible out and start reading. That's very, it's, it's very, very reassuring because uh, he's made promises all the way through the Bible as to what he's going to do, and I definitely believe that we are very close to the end. Read Revelation, but read the rest of it, all, the whole thing. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Begin with John and read yeah. that. So I have a question. <clears throat> Excuse me? Sorry. Um, can someone answer this question if they know? Um, what is the validity of filing an affidavit regarding our, our targeting? I mean, what is the validity of it? What what kind of, of strength does it have for us? Well, Follow an affidavit. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. As, as long as they fail to, you know, recognize the the energy and the targeting, then it doesn't doesn't have much value, and it seems to just get people on another list. <laughs> well, the reason why I'm asking is because um, I don't know if y'all paid attention to Darlene Miles you know, and what she's been doing and, and everything. And she's like, you know, pushing, getting affidavits filed. And I'm yeah, just wondering, they, what they, is the validity of, aff- of yeah, an affidavit and, and what can it do to help us, really? Well, probably not much. And I think they're, they may be using her to do that, maybe to get more information out of people. But, but I, I, I think is what you just said. Yeah. That, um, See, I that never, they could put never, you on another list. That's what yeah, I'm thinking, I never put you know. much um, value on that because when she first started out, she she talked about a lawsuit, this and that, but she never provided substance for it. She never she never uh, emailed a, a, as an attachment her petition, uh, her action, say in a court or whatever. So there was nothing there, and I thought, well, there's, there's nothing going on there. So, hmm. so that's that's my thought about it. In the yeah, because I'm like thinking, you know, why am I putting all every detail of my targeting in this yeah. affidavit, and it's not going to do anything for me? Uh, you know, I mean, it's like it's a waste of time. Is it a waste of time? I mean, what's going to yeah. happen with it when I file yeah. it? I mean, you know, unless you're unless you're actually involved, say, in a discovery process, and the the court has already acknowledged the the suit, and then discovery's taking place, and then you know you're you're providing exhibits for the court, mm-hmm. then you know. Then, then there's some value, but until until an action is commenced, you know, and the court recognizes the parties, mm-hmm. then it's it's worthless. No value. I mean, okay. All that all that's so premature to even do think of any, doing anything like that until mm-hmm. the bill of complaint's been filed, mm-hmm. then a response by the other party. If you know who the other party is. <laughs> you know, in our mm-hmm. case, we have a little trouble. And we don't that. because uh, we're trying to so figure out who that other party that is way, doing this to us. That's oh. way premature, but right. you know, make you feel good, do it, tuck it away in the corner, and then if mm. somebody, I mean, somebody might use it a year or two from now, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, it, I, I just write my story down. I mean, that's the way I do that and keep it. What do you and what do you do with it once you write it down? Well, it's there as a testimony. Where? Who would see it? Excuse me. Who would see it? Well, hopefully. Kin folks or whoever you know you you're designated your your will to or whatever you know friends you you let people know where you're you you should leave some kind of testimony about what you're going through otherwise your your life is in vain. Right, I agree. Uh, you know that Prince? Could anybody like 
to investigating on Prince that he was trying to leave messages? Anybody see that stuff? No, I'm not paying attention to him too much. I'm trying to figure out what to do to help me. You know, I mean, I'm still here. He's gone. I mean, not to be cold or anything, but I mean, you know, I've been targeted for over 16 years, and I've been researching, you know, gang stalking, electronic harassment and everything, and I've heard testimonies on the conference calls, and I participated in some of the conference calls, and, you know, I mean, it seems like very, you know, we've made baby steps forward. I mean, there have been a lot of pluses, but they don't outnumber the minuses. Uh, I'm just wondering, and then when when she brought up the affidavit thing, I'm like, okay, okay, so how is this going to help, you know? In the very beginning of my targeting, I contacted one of the um, senators in my state, I won't say which one, um, and, you know, told them what was going on, and that's when I that's when I found out nothing could be done about it because I, I was sent back a statement. I think, it was, I think it was very valid and very authentic from him, and he said that it's outside of the jurisdiction of the United States government, and I honestly believe that from from seeing some of the things in my targeting. So won't do no good to it would be nice if they acknowledged it though and support supported us, but you know, if the targeting's that sophisticated, you know, even their those people are getting targeted a lot up in D C and everywhere. So it's just just a bad thing going on mm-hmm. worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Peter also said last night about this CIA thing that was put out a paper or something, and it's called the cycle of destruction. Has anybody heard that? What it is is um, we get targeted, and then we tell somebody, especially like our loved ones. Our loved ones don't believe us. They get frustrated, and they might get targeted too. So it's oh, yeah. going in a circle. It's a circle of destruction. And well, part of my family is aware of my targeting. They're aware of it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were, you know, part of the enabling crowd that's helping them. So that's not going to help me, you know. Yeah, it's the only disadvantage of having a lot of family members. See, I don't have none left, Harley, and that way I don't have to deal with that anymore. Not all of my family members. There's a small portion of them that know of it. Some of my cousins that are aware of what's happening to me, I believe some of my attackers have approached them. And they're aware of it. So, yeah, Pax was mentioned on Francis and Friends a couple of days ago on television. Um, someone wrote in, and it, it's a Christian broadcasting station, and they said that um, there's some people in the world that are that are getting. They didn't say it exactly straight out, but they're, they said it in a roundabout way. They're experiencing things that they should never, ever have to experience. Things are happening to them that you'd never think. And, you know, what is the world coming to? It was a couple well, of days ago that they gave it that much publicity on the media. Yeah. So it's well, good the, to see little glimmers of light, you know, that well, there's... The bottom line is it's radiological terror, and it's the biggest threat to mankind ever. Yeah. And and the governments aren't acknowledging it. Well, maybe some are, like Greece. They'll they'll make people um, take antennas down, you know, because they, they know it's a health hazard. But what kind of antennas? 
any antenna that is disturbing the human nervous system. Yeah. But, well, what about cell towers? Because they're everywhere and people use cell phones. No, we don't, we don't accept that. We just... You know what I mean? So, I, mean, I don't know. I use a cell phone and I'm wondering, is that dangerous? Oh, yeah, that's all that's is radiological emanation that, you know, disturbs the, the nervous system. It's artificial. I mean, does it does it make it worse if you're if you're closer to a cell phone tower or further away from one? I mean, does it matter? It doesn't have anything to do with the cell phone tower. Okay. Well, that's that's a way to get radio waves. How do you think that? It's a totally different. Oh, so they're not only using that technology. Yeah, it's totally different technology they're using. That was that weapon that's hitting us coming from the air, the space, the sky. Everybody's in the cell phone. What's happening to us are weaponized. Is weaponized technology. These these are these are uh, war. These are weapons of war that are being tested on us. And unfortunately, um, we get the breast of it too. But the whole world is uh, subject to cell towers or cell phones, and whatever that's doing, doing to them is one thing. But what's happening with us is is a criminal act by by different people, organizations. It could even be a, a corporation that uh, to do this, to do the research. Lawyer. Lawyers that have been put through it. There has to be some of them out there. Get a good lawyer. Lawyers? Are you saying lawyers? I couldn't hear and understand you. Wait, there are lawyers that are helping people? Uh, we have some lawyers that are TIs. Yeah. Sure. That's some strong energy in the atmosphere. I know that. I mean, it's, that's it's, who we need. We need lawyers. We don't need anybody else. We just need lawyers that understand because they can look at our pictures. They can look at our bodies. If somebody like I'm afraid for my life right now, um, so you guys are saying that I should put something documented somehow in my will or or some paper so that people know that that happened to me. I think it's a good idea. And the only difference, I, I, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't get it, but an affidavit means that you've had it notarized, and that, you know, legalizes it, or that makes it at least more authentic than it would if you just jotted it down and put it somewhere, you know. Well, if, yeah. you, don't, if you don't do something like that, you're going you're gonna to have a lot of trouble. You're, you're causing your family and whoever you know a lot of trouble if you don't, because then the courts take over, and they're going to try to divide what you got. So why not just go ahead and take care of that matter now? Well, I, I agree. I'm doing something like that. Um, not that I have a lot of assets, but I'm doing it. And sure. I'm afraid that the lawyer is going to judge me if I say something like that. He, my lawyer's an ex-military guy, and I'm just afraid he'll make a judgment. Well, you don't have to use your lawyer. Just 
just do it yourself and get it notarized and a couple of witness signatures and take it down to the courthouse and deposit it. There you go. Yeah. Just so it's somewhere. You can put it on a flash drive. You can put it uh, sure. wherever you want to. But I would, I would say uh, if you want your story to be known, you know, whether you have a chance in your life to, to hear it exposed and known or not, if you want it to, if you want it, uh, to be known, so the lawyer is just drafting up the parts of it that are made, that make it legal. But I could add in a couple of lines that why I made my will, why I'm afraid for my life, and if something should happen to me, this is what happened to me. Yeah. Why can't you? I, I understand. I don't know a lot about this. But why can't you write what you want to write, seal the envelope, and say that is to be read, you know, with the reading of your will? Now, don't think mm-hmm. that. Need to be, um, you need to have two witnesses and a notary for it to be um, yeah, legal. Authentic. Yeah. Okay. So it has okay. to be read in front of three people. No. Yeah. No. Just, oh, no. All they got to do is witness your signature. <clears throat> Well, my lawyer said I need two witnesses and yeah. a notary. Yeah, that's what you need. But they don't have to read everything. They're witnessing said, your well, signature. No, this is what he said. Because um, I'm, I'm discussing doing this right now because I'm very afraid for my life. He said, after we complete allocating everything that belongs to you, we need to read it in the full length of the will in front of two witnesses and a notary. And I have never heard of that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. That, that don't sound right to me. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Okay. That don't sound right to me. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh. Because witnesses disappear. Okay. I mean, they die off, and they don't have the court don't subpoena them to come back. To, I mean, their signatures there, and it's it's just to verify that you know somebody else has watched you sign that. I'm pretty sure of that. That's, that's all the notary does. They don't hardly ever read no, everything. Anybody, just, has anybody on this line done a will? Well, probably all of us have. Yeah. You all have wills? Well, that's not information that's going to be shared over this line. This is a okay. public well, line. The, the I mean, you're is, asking questions that could be putting people in jeopardy. I mean, that's, okay. well, they're not going to share no one's, saying, no one's saying their name, but, um, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's what I found out in terms of getting one legal. Well, then do it that way. If that's what he told you, do it. Yeah, that's intimidating, though. I don't really want to have that in front of, like, so many people. I don't think that's, I don't think that's right.
I didn't know that if I, I mentioned a will, everybody would feel intimidated or threatened. So sorry if I did that. I thought this was an anonymous call. You have to understand that we don't know how many people are on here. And the only thing jokes can tell us is how many people are on here. Uh, we don't know where they are or who they are or what. Anybody can call into this number. That's the thing. There's nothing wrong with doing the will. It's a good idea for everyone to do it anyway. I know, but everybody, somebody was saying, like, if you say that, you're jeopardizing people's lives. And I'm, like, wondering, like, I don't even know, then, if it's safe to say anything on this call. Huh? Just listen for a while. You'll understand how anonymous it is, you know, whether um, you'll get to know some people and others you won't. Some people dial in and they're... All it says is unknown. Doesn't even give a, a telephone number, you know, or I don't know what it gives a telephone number or not. I've never moderated the call, but um, there could be a hundred people on a call, so you may not want to say some things to all those people. Maybe just to the ones you're talking to. It's very easy to um, to start thinking you're just talking to back and forth to one person, but you're not doing that. No, I understand that. Who has the dashboard? So who gets to see everybody that's on the call? Well, this is Joe's call. So Joe okay. Joe does that. He knows, um, you know, certain things more than we do about it, but uh, he doesn't know everything either. So it's not possible. Is Joe on the line right now? Uh, he usually is the one who opens the call. Hey, Joe, are you there? <laughs> He has responsibilities with his family, too, so he can't just sit here and, you know, moderate the call for five hours every night. He's got a call almost every night except Monday, I believe. So that's a lot of time he's put in over years, seven, eight years, something like that, many years. So it's um, it's good to have the call open, and he tries to stay on top of, you know, things. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is good. He's a good man. And uh, it's like if we start yelling at each other, <laughs> sometimes that happens, then it's a, a good idea for the moderator to come in and say, hey, straighten up, folks, because that does happen. We have to be, we have, we have people yeah, who are hurting almost, there, you know, they disagree. I called in years ago. I spoke with Derek about eight years ago. And I called in on the phone lines with people yelling at each other, so I never called back. Okay. Well, they still do it from time to time. Then we have mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful calls at times, too. So just keep trying, and uh, uh, you will, uh, you'll find some benefit to this. Right. Because for one thing, we are the only people who will acknowledge that what you are saying is absolutely true. Even some, I've heard some of the wildest things that I, I can't fathom, but I listen because um, I never would have dreamed this kind of thing would be done to me, much less to people all over the nation and the world. This is insidious, ugly, and I believe it's demonic, too, because I'm a Christian, and I, I believe in good and evil, and I think evil is uh, as a hold of this technology right now. So I will listen to other people's stories, because that's just a matter of, you know, of listening to these calls and, and respecting what they have to say. But... Uh, you're, you'll you'll find some people 
whose targeting is very much like yours. And that helps. And people who come from, we come from so many different walks of life, too, that um, politics, you know, uh, uh, beliefs in, in everything are different. We're all different. So in, in that way, I think it's kind of healthy for us to do that. So. Right. But, you know, I know that there's so many people on the call, but if everybody's afraid to say anything, the fear that there's a perp on the line, then it's, what's the point? That doesn't happen that often. All right, that's good. You know, some nights nobody wants to talk. Sometimes I just want to call in and sit there and listen. Right. We're all like that, you know. What night is Derek on a call? He's got one on Monday night. Okay. He was the first person that helped me years ago. Yeah. Okay. He's got a different number now. Uh-huh. You want that? Yeah, I, I think I saw it on the website. But I, I spoke to him in California. I don't know if he's still there. But that's where I spoke with him years ago. He's in California, yeah. Where are you? I'm in Washington State. Where are you? I'm in New York State. Okay. Do you meet people from coast to coast? <laughs> All over the place. There used to be a guy calling in from Australia. Once in a while we get somebody from... Puerto Rico, just all over. Well, yeah, I believe this is happening. Um, I don't know if everybody's life is so much in danger or anybody else is getting the same kind of, like, you know, technology, but I think it's really scary, very, very scary. It is. It definitely is. Um, I'm more afraid. Now, one thing I've reconciled is... um, I'm going to die one day anyway, and if if this is going to be what happens, it'll be God's will because he he decided a long time ago how long I was going to live, exactly that moment, so I don't have any control over that, and they don't either, frankly. Um, They can make me uh, hurt, you know, all they want to if he allows that too, but um, one thing that I've reconciled is that uh, we're all all going to uh, expire one day. That's just the way to... It's 100%, you know, for everybody. So once I think we can reconcile with that and kind of lose that fear, then it helps. And if you can do that, I know that it's um, it's, it's a difficult life. But I keep thinking, you know, there are people actually who are living a more difficult life than some of us are, even some of the worst, you know, that uh, at least I still live... Um, in a country where I can I can go out and go to the grocery store and get back, and I think about those poor people in Aleppo, I think it is in Syria right now. The children can't sleep because the bombs are going off all the time. Um, nobody has a perfect life. This must be mine, and here I am. So I'm going to do the best I can and live it to the to the fullest. Um, if I I don't feel like doing everything I should do or was going to be doing it this time in my life 
But um, I just want to live it as best I can. Live a good life. Let people know that I'm a decent person and that I don't wish people harm like they're doing to me. And if it if it helps to tell somebody, okay, but I'm not going to push it because it is. there's no way that people can relate to what's going on with us. There's just no way that they can personally identify with this. Because you, don't think that, you don't think it's happening to a lot of people they just don't know? Yeah, I do. I do. And and there are people, and actually, someone said probably the rest of the population is being subliminally, you know, influenced one way or another. Right. And they don't know. I agree. They don't know. And it's, but it, it's hard unless it's done as severely as it is to a lot of us, you know, for somebody to say, oh, yeah, that's going on with me. They, it just, to, to actually fathom the idea that something disorganized, this widespread, this evil could be taking place, you know, it, it was too much for me to get for a long time. I knew it wasn't me. I knew it wasn't anything wrong with my you know, my mind or my makeup. I knew it was the technology, but it was so hard for me to understand and realize that it's so widespread and organized and well, you know, well organized that um, it was difficult. It was. So I can understand other people not getting it. And I don't know how organized. It could be just done in a central location where it's just, you know, like a weapon that's like a nuclear bomb doesn't take an organization to disperse it. It yeah. just takes a group. That's all. Uh, yeah, does, it doesn't have to be such a widespread group either. You mean like a supercomputer doing it all yes. for one person? Just like that. I don't know how it works. I, I really don't. But um, Me too. I wish I did. But I'm just thinking, I don't think that, you know, there's like people in my, my neighborhood. And I, I don't know if I could believe that. But I could believe that it's a central organized, like a CIA thing. I don't know. It, it's hard. That's that's the hardest thing to pinpoint exactly who is doing it and where it starts. I do believe that the president knows about it and has decided not to do anything. Well, his reasons, I don't know. I don't understand that. But or at I least think that it's bigger. It's bigger than the president. Put it that way. The agenda is bigger. That's that's very possible. Yeah. And I'm sure the president gets afraid too. Like, if they get too close to something, they're in danger. Yeah. I wonder what kind of story the president was told, if if told of this technology. I wonder what, how he was told, you know, and uh, for what reasons could they do something like this? And they, did they go into uh, enough detail that he would realize that this can uh, manipulate people into doing anything? Through the uh, thought process. True. Well, that's you interesting. Know. Do you remember the um, the speech that JFK said about secret societies are repugnant, and he was dead two weeks later. Yeah. Yeah, he was on to something. What well, he was making change all through there. Uh, but he wanted to put the dollar. Um, he did something. He wanted the Fed. He didn't. He did something with the dollar and the Fed. He threatened the banks, and then um, they were threatened by his what he wanted to do. And then he talked about secret societies, and obviously they wanted him to either become a member 
or um, to not fight what he was fighting. He was fighting um, to to help people in general. Well, I don't guess you you heard about that part. Uh, right in there somewhere where uh, J.F. Kennedy was talking about the feds, he knew exactly what the Federal Reserve was. It was a bunch of banksters. Right. And, and he was trying to. So he had uh, he had brand new bills printed up, and they had them in a warehouse ready, and he was assassinated. And then they done away with the money that he had made up. So he was actually going to put the Federal Reserve out of business. That was one thing he was doing. He also didn't want to go to war in Vietnam. And he also talked about secret societies. In, uh, it's a public video. Anybody can see it. Yeah. yeah and I'm then within two weeks, he was dead. The, the movement for the, uh, the, the way the Afro-American people was being treated... Uh, that movement was going during that time, too, and I'm sure he was behind all this, you know, let's everybody treat everybody decent, you know. Can't we all get along? Him and his of, brother were trying to do the right thing. Yeah, a lot of people didn't want no kind of change. They liked it just the way it was. Same thing with Lincoln. Lincoln wanted to make changes that they didn't want. Well, Lincoln and JFK, as far as I know, now I might be corrected, but I believe that Lincoln and JFK were the only two presidents that were non-Freemason. They was not in the Freemason movement. Also, they were they didn't they didn't want the status quo. So you yeah. know when you were saying before about what they said to um, President Obama. You know, just take a look at what happened to JFK. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they're when they go in there, they feel that power that that never leaves the White House. It, they're always there. They can come and go as they please. Of course, they probably make appointments, but they're not refused. And nobody knows who these people are. Only the presidents that go in the White House and their staffs and all they get to see these people that never leave the White House. They're in Secret Service, whatever you want to call them, but they're the ones uh, calling the shots. Uh, you know that uh, all they would probably they probably did use this as national security, Mr. President. Uh, you don't even have the clearance to to know about this, but I can tell you, it's artificial intelligence, and the, and it's for the good of mankind. And you that's know, probably he, the, that's himself, probably the BS they're given. But there's a, also there's a you know the evil elements like the last administration they were out and out evil they just you know blatant. I think uh, I got something to say about the affidavit thing that um, uh, whatever the case may be whoever's fouling or if they're not fouling I think the best thing that could prevail in the end even though we might pass before this gets stopped or gets the attention that we need to get it stopped. We might pass away. So, uh, like someone was saying, they, uh, you know, wrote it out or whatever. I made a CD, a, a video of myself telling my kids, you know, from start to end what happened. And, and uh, you know, I'm not going to be around to tell you when it does happen to you if it does. So, 
these, this, you know, I've got links, uh, everything. I've got it all set up. I took almost two years making that thing, and I was scattered brain the whole time, and it took me two years to do it, which it's only a five-minute video. But she can rewind it and get the links, you know, or uh, I got a flash drive, too, but I've lost track of it. I can't find it. I had the stuff on it, too. But that's that's a good way to do it for your family. But an affidavit, if you was to fill an affidavit out, you know, Darlene Miles is, is not going to be here uh, very long. She's going to run out of energy, and she's done. As soon as she does this mass fouling thing, and either it works or it don't, she's she's done with it. If there's no mistakes made, you know, they're going to tell her no or yes. So uh, an affidavit thing would be good, I think. Uh, you know, it's notarized, it's official, and you would send it to one location. Uh, like I said, she's not going to be around. Derek, he's probably not going anywhere, so he would be a good person to send all the affidavits to. He, he has a filing cabinet, puts them all in there. and, and Okay, hang on. And maybe even take pictures of each one of them and put it, uh, update it to like uh, you can uh, put it on a file on the computer, and then make you know have a flash drive or whatever, and and uh, you know have access to it that way. But uh, after we're gone, and it is getting, we need some things to get this exposed. You know, we need uh, credible evidence, and affidavits would be one, especially if you had. Uh, Five or six hundred affidavits, basically saying the same thing, you know, targeted individuals. That that would uh, be substantial for investigation. That right there, I think, if it finally gets exposed to the right point. But yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but I would be uh, careful with affidavits because, you know, your, I don't know, maybe your personal information's on there and. I know there's some people that would you know, like to get a hold of that, but you know, it's it's use your own discretion. Right, right, exactly. I have a therapist, you know, that I know for 30 years. And she knows that, you know, she knows my mental health for 30 years. So she would be a credible source. Yeah, a doctor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that she knows that something Very hard thing to try to get doctors to help because they know what the, the, the backlash if they, uh, you know, go too far or do the wrong thing. She asked me what she could do. Like I said, I want her to know about this stuff. And she said, what can she do? And I really didn't know the answer to that. Uh, the, the answer that she could do would be to maybe uh, give her a website or a couple of links that would take her right to what you want her to know. And she, uh, she's really sophisticated. It won't take her long to sift through it. And she's soaking it in, and she's reading it. She ain't got to read it twice or three times. It's you know, it's it. She downloaded it in her mind, and then she can, as throughout the months and the years to come, she could uh, advise other doctors of what she knows. 
of you mean you know, like how about lift, uh, patients on the electromagnetic fields? The the electromagnetic field of my bubble is different from a senator or a congressman or a doctor or other people that have nothing going on in their life as far as you know bad. They're not targeted. That uh, there's a difference. If uh, you used to do total blood work and all like Dr. Stanager and Kenninger does, there's, we, we stand out. And it's it's uh, traceable if you have the right knowledge as far as uh, medical. You know, they can start altering their, uh, especially EMR, on, uh, you know, everybody's got to have be scanned when they walk into the doctor's office. He's got a drawer, opens them out, you know, if it's... Uh, if you know, runs a scan on everybody real quick, or maybe he's already got them set up in there and on tables, glued down. Nobody can steal them. And as the patient sits on the t- table, it's it's already reading them. It'll go off warning signs that you know there's electromagnetic uh, directed energy weapons uh, uh, being portrayed in the hospital in that room on that patient. You know that that's against the law there. That uh, there's lots of ways to do it. It's just that they don't have the knowledge of anything about that. If they had teachings of it and, and scientific fact that backed what we're trying to tell them, which we kind of do have scientific fact, but it's limited. And we do have doctors, which helps also, but, you know, it's it's uh, getting these people coordinated in the right fashion as far as maybe conference calls or things like that to educate. Because I know Dr. Hall and Dr. Robert Duncan are willing to educate other doctors. It's just uh, it's like Dr. Roberts Duncan said, you got to be real slow when you're trying to tell someone about this. You know, you can't. So what website, if you would give somebody a link, would you just give them a link to Derek's uh, website? Yeah, because basically you can find a whole lot there, and uh, and there will be more. But uh, I, I would uh, I would find a website on the internet. Somebody's got one. As soon as I say this, they'll they'll say, oh, "Yeah, there's one uh, of the patents." Pat- oh, all right. Patents as far as anything electromagnetic field or weaponry that I would get a patent and have a list of them, and then the the pat- you know. Uh, when you when you go to the patent website and you type in a patent to this official website, whatever comes up has to be real. It has to be true. So how do I get that um, link to the patent? Well, uh, you'd have to. Uh, is there anybody on the call that knows a little bit further of what I'm trying to say? As far as uh, I, I got them, but I, I don't. I can't. I don't store stuff like that in my uh, memory. I'm, I'm not allowed to do stuff like that. I've been attacked where uh, anything thirty seconds or somewhere around there. I can't remember long. Uh, Me you know, too. I get the same thing. Especially when I'm trying yeah. to speak. I, I I could speak if they left me alone, but while I'm speaking, I, I, I'm. It, my mind goes blank, and uh, yeah, I, I can't go back to where I started. I can't even remember what I was saying. I can't remember words. That I would look so real easy for me. <laughs> it's uh, it's quite a job keeping my mind occupied the way they do, but they're doing it. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think there's one person working on me. I think it's a a technology that's being put out. I, that's what I think. I don't know. I wish it, I knew. I have a whole bunch of audios that are scientists, incredible people, pronoun, that they're saying they know that this technology can uh, st- uh, stick with you, give you thoughts, and the whole bit. So, uh, you know, reading it on a patent, maybe we could do this in the future. You know, they're they're saying that it's already happening through artificial intelligence as the handlers are, you know, these are the guys in the bunkers that are behind this that started it. Uh, they're, they're teaching this artificial intelligence how to think. So there, you got a super computer. I mean, it's super, super artificial intelligence, and it's just idling. And when when the when they first turned on the switch, it, it don't know what to do. It's waiting to be trained. A person in the building, uh, a perp, we would call them handlers. They put a headset on on their head, and it's linked to the computer, and the computer starts up. And it starts interfacing with the handler. And what, what is that handler exactly? Like, is can a handler be like a regular person? It that, is a regular person. It's a look, I would call them, they're, 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 they're people that have no morals. Like they would be these Nazi scientists that they have no feelings of people. They done all MK Ultra on the children, Monarch, Montauk raping boys and girls repetitiously to get split personalities and all this out of them. They want to learn how uh, the mind works, and they've done it to children. Why was the Nazis? The Nazis did that for sure. They experimented on all Jews. They experimented on people in those camps. They They tried to figure out how to break people. They came here, so they had plenty of experience to, to enlighten the U.S. when they came over. They had all... They had the the roadmap on it and with our funding you know they they continued the research where they left they had probably tons of teams that that took the americans back to ground zero where the nazis started and then also they had tons of uh nazis that took it from from the last day in germany and they continued it right here instead of wasting time they're they're up to speed they need to continue the uh, experiments and get they're getting all kind of stuff out of this and so we 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 gave them the facility and new identities and but yeah that's the type of people that are handlers and they right but they have to there were American companies that were funding the Nazis during World War II like Prescott Bush he was banking for them like Ford Motors um, there was a lot of businesses that were already in business with the Nazis during World War II from America. Yeah, yeah. They were already in bed. There was already this this thing going back and forth with America and Germany. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But uh, what happened was that artificial intelligence captured the essence of the Nazi thinking. Uh, so in other words, as the Nazis watching TV, you know, they probably ran through all rigorous, all, uh, 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 I, can't, I can't say, the, a rigorous, rigorous uh, 
crash course with the artificial intelligence and every thought while it's watching TV, you know, it might show a black person and the thought from the Nazi pops up and the artificial captures it and stores it. And it's it's making a clone of this Nazi in the artificial intelligence. So in other words, after five, ten years of constant 24-7 of shifts working through this artificial intelligence, it remembered all the emotions, essence, thinking, uh, you know, no morals whatsoever, uh, uh, you know, conquer all. This artificial intelligence is running on its own now. It's mimicking, it cloned all of its handlers. And so now it's... You know that the Nazis, do you know a lot of Nazis were heroin addicts? Um, that's why they um, they invented methadone in Germany. Um because of the the heroin addiction. That was part of why the SS was like, they had no feelings at all. They were all addicted. That's something I didn't know. A friend of mine told me, and it's it's factual. That was one way how Hitler got people to do these really cruel, inhumane things to other humans. Yeah, they're a different breed. Well, uh, you know, a heroin addiction would make people, you know, not really feel at the, you know, they don't feel and they need a fix. Yeah. Yeah, it's good talking with you. Oh, that's that's fine, yeah. Nice talking to you, too. Did anybody see the video of um of Prince with uh Tatters? What's the guy's name? That smiley guy. The interview. Oh no! Nah. Video. He was talking about the chemtrails and the poisoning of people. Uh, it was about the video was a few years old, but he was calling out what they're doing. Yeah, I just seen, uh, before I got on the call, I was on Facebook, and just real short down, didn't have to scroll very far down, it was a posting of uh, four people had joined and liked uh, Prince's thing against chemtrails. And yeah. here you are saying the same thing, that Prince was uh, into uh, bringing the awareness of the chemtrails. Which he, because he, I would say, if he if he had went that far and was against chemtrails, he had to have researched it further. And and what is these chemtrails? And so you you get the mind control coming out of it possibly, and so therefore uh, no one can know that knowledge and get away with it. It's going to keep uh, this artificial intelligence is going to find you or when it scans you it will automatically see your thinking that your thinking's not asleep you don't obey your mind uh, you know your open thinking that it will put a lock on you real quick well if you i watched the whole video and it um it goes to a another interview with another friend of prince's who's talking about what they're putting in the chem bombs and um, it's um, manganese, 
and they talk about how it makes people hostile to each other. And uh, they got that far in that interview. They got that far. Getting to the chemicals that are being used and how it turns people against each other in communities. So he was really deep in putting this stuff out, Prince. Deep in it. He didn't sleep for 155 hours before he died. He was being tortured. So sad. I loved him. Yeah, my sister-in-law did too. She said she would have married him if he would have asked her. (laughs) Yeah, I would have too. I thought he was beautiful and an artist and brave and a groundbreaker. And this all happened in the last 10 years to him, you know. I mean, like all of us, I think. It's, you know, it's... Well, some people say that it's been happening their whole life. Um, no, maybe it happened long ago because he, he had that thing on his face that said slave, and that was a long time ago. That was in the 90s. When he wrote slave on his face, and that was on the album cover. Uh Oh, he was deep into this stuff. You know, uh, maybe that's becoming the trend with Hollywood that when they get them targeted like this, that they take that certain drug from the doctor so they can uh, drown it out. What do you mean? The voices and the thoughts. Oh, you think they have a drug to drown it out? I don't think so. Prince Michael Jackson and Prince took the same pill. They had the same drug in their body when they died, and it's a prescription drug. What drug is it? I don't, I don't know the name. I, I can't pull it up out of my mind. It's I have to see it. And you mean it's a drug that gets that tries to get the voices out of your head? Well, I don't know what the drug is, uh, what the uh, Wikipedia says about the drug. I don't know. I'm saying they was both on this drug, and maybe it's because they were trying to drown the crap out, and it maybe it suppressed the mind enough to where it helped. Like uh, it may be opium or something like that, where you just don't care. That, you know, tongues hanging out, slobbers running all over you. That uh, you nothing can phase you. Well, I can tell you that he didn't sleep for 154 hours, and he probably took something just to knock himself out. And anybody would. Wow. Well, I went longer. Yeah, that's, um, you could research that, 154 hours. Yeah, no I, went I went I went three years. They, they done me. They revved my mind up for three years without stop. And what happened? It stopped? They backed off of it, and then they, they still do it, but not not continuously now to where... Uh, I can't sleep. Now they're letting me sleep. I get, oh, I get three hours, sometimes four and a half, but that's about it. 
you know, and it's not solid REM sleep. I'm rolling and tossing, but at least I've, it's it's what you what it's the closest I can call sleep as I'll ever get. Well, that's at least something, right? Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah I went three years without sleeping, and I got little five and ten minute cat naps, and that was all I was allowed. I Most got, people have uh, to take drugs just to knock themselves out. You know well, that, right? I, I would. I was exhausted. And, I mean, I'm ready to fall out. I'm a zombie. And then all of a sudden, they give me a burst of energy, and it's like I've been energized, and I'm ready to go all day without no problem. I can relate. It's like 2 in the morning, out of bed, jump up. I get it. Yeah, that was a continuous for three years. Eyes always bloodshot red. And that was stages of this thing. It goes in stages, right? Well, that was at the very start, and my mind was pretty sharp then. And after that, after that three-year run with me, it scatterbrained me to where um, where I am now. Actually, I I can't uh, focus. It it seems like. I wonder how people keep families and and. And girlfriends and boyfriends, I I don't know. <clears throat> and that they don't get targeted, you know, like I don't know. This whole thing is so so fucked up. Yeah, this is gonna be a long, hard battle to get this stuff stopped on people yeah yeah we basically got to dig right in that, down in that rabbit hole and pull them out by the head yeah the only thing is it's like the only weapon that you cannot prove you can't prove it I mean maybe they'll find a way to prove it Okay, well, Russia has made an announcement on the Internet the other day. I noticed that they're uh, uh, hyper, they're uh, re-weaponizing their planes for hypersonic weapons. What does that mean? Like um, chem bombs? Uh, uh, hyper, you know, that's uh, super fast. Uh, sonic, that's sound. And then weapons, so I guess they they could. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what sound can do. I mean, or what uh, what level of sound they're willing to, to weaponize. You know, uh, I've heard of acoustic weapons blowing through walls, and they was targeting somebody on the other side of the wall, sitting in a house, and they shot him with a gun, and. The only thing left of this person was in the chair where they were sitting in the recliner was a big, giant red spot where their heart was. The rest of their body was splattered all over the chair like it dissolved. Where was that? Oh, that was just in research, a link I had ran across. Back when we first went to Afghanistan war is when I was coming across these links, and that was the same time that they was 
uh, the uh, hospitals was bringing in people that had weapons that they, where they uh, microwaved them or something, a heat gun, and was shrank everybody in the car, shrank their skull, their body, their skeleton, shrank them, killed them, of course. And uh, there was a laser cuts cutting off their heads uh, from a, from a from a long way away. And they said it, the doctors said it was definitely a laser cut. Look, you can see how it it, it cut and cauterized as it was cutting. And that that means it it didn't bleed. Yeah. Well, during that um, Iraq War is where they were really playing with all their new tools. Well, not really, but that's um that was one place where they really just um. Well, um, they were spending a lot of money on technology to get to the next level, put it that way. I mean, $2 trillion? Oh, they spent more than that. You know, you got to think they've been doing this, you know, Kayotra, all of this, uh, for 70 years. They've been doing this. Our taxpayers are, we're talking... I would say ten trillion every year, possibly, if not more, has went to all these facilities, these secret labs, national security, all this with experimentations going for all different kind of things, remote remote viewing, uh, you name it. They ventured into everything. They they went into remote viewing for twenty years. Right. Why would they research remote viewing for 20 years if it didn't work? It worked. Oh, yeah, they spent plenty of money. Actually, that's the thing about it. Uh, With our, every time you buy a Coke, you buy a hamburger, food, gas, whatever it might be, taxes are rolling out of it, and it's going to the government. Every piece of gum... You cash your check. Uh, you get your check. They, you know, taxes is taken out before you get your check. You cash your check. Taxes are taken out. Everything. Fifty-nine percent. Fifty-nine percent of taxes. Oh, they have so much money that they. That, it, that's the problem. They have the society has let them. You know, I'm going to buy a Coke, and I got to pay almost fifteen cents out of the dollar to the government. Who allowed all that to pass? They should be only getting a penny for in taxes for the coke. But you know that fifty nine percent of that goes to military. A fifty nine percent of every yeah. tax yeah. goes to That's military. That's absurd. Well, they're giving away trillions to the countries too. Everywhere we go demolished, we have to rebuild and stay there and support them. We still well, that's Halliburton. Halliburton and friends. Halliburton and enemies, put it that way. That's what they do. Once we destroy it, they send Dick Cheney and his boys to fix it. I would say uh, Trump will probably be the president, or whoever the president will be. I would say we bombard them like we did Bush and Obama. Just uh, keep right at it. 
and everyone within the White House will say, "Yeah, they've uh, they've been loud for about ten years." You know, us targeted individuals. Well, Bush is part of the. Pl- I would never even. I wouldn't even call that administration. That was a scary, scary administration. They they are the problem. Um, well, I would I, I would send messages to Obama or to Trump. I think uh, I had a connection there for a while with Bush. I mean, not to sound too crazy, but not personally, uh, not with my mind or not in person, but things I would see on the TV or uh, things I would hear on reportings of, you know, what's news next. It was weird stuff that was connected. What do you mean, in a bad way? Uh, no, it was, it, it was, he was, believe it or not, when he heard my calls, it's the way it was looking, because I wrote him, I wrote him three letters, and the last two, I uh, 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 directed it towards the mailman, and I told him, if you're le- reading my mail, you know, I gave him the up and down that, you know, I, my letters are not getting to the president, which they probably never got to him after I started writing like that, but. I made that the top page, and then the rest was to the dear Mr. President. You know. Oh yeah, I tried telling him and all, but after I done that, that's when it all it was correlating with, uh, you know, it was like things were coming to me. Like I said, his uh, statements he would make, it was like really wild. Bush is the one that was laughing when he executed the first woman in Texas. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he'd want to be even listening to that because he he's too probably was too busy and didn't even want to think about something like that execution. I don't know. No, he publicly laughed at her. He made fun of her. Oh, he she did. She was mentally disabled. Absolutely. It was um. It was public information. He wow. mimicked her. He mimicked her because she was, um, she was mentally retarded, basically, and she was saying, "I found Jesus. I found Jesus," and he started mimicking her, huh. like, you know, acting like, "Oh yeah, I found Jesus. I found Jesus," and then they killed her because he's like, "Yeah, execute her," <laughs> like a Nazi. Wow. He was a Nazi. Yeah, wow. you got to be careful with that one. Yeah, that's a little bit too much there. I mean, uh, to laugh someone down. Yeah, that's yep. not, uh, that's that's karma stuff there. That's uh, Nazi. That's what the Nazis did with anybody that was um, disabled, anybody that wasn't uh, Aryan, uh, anybody that wasn't uh, their particular breed. They would just kill them. That's very Nazi-like. That's what they do. He did this, Bush did the same thing. Because in his state, when he was governor, um, they were executing people left and right. But they did the first female execution, and Bush laughed and made fun of her. Very scary. Oh, 
Obama would never do something like that. I mean, I'm sure he's afraid of these people, but he would never laugh at somebody that was being killed. That's a whole different breed of people. think his wife is that way too. She was um a convicted um well what they called it is accidental homicide. She killed her um her boyfriend when they were seven he was eighteen years old. Um she backed up out of her driveway in Connecticut and um how do you back up going forty miles an hour out of a driveway? Yeah and he he was killed. They probably left out that they was fighting, too. Exactly. That's Laura Bush. <laughs> Laura Bush. So they found each other. She's a ma- she's a murderer, and he's a mass murderer. And they, they called it accidental homicide. Uh, yeah, like Cheney and the hunting expedition. Oh, yeah, shot the guy in the face. In the fa- They're in, in all murderers. Call no for two, two hours or something or an hour. Uh, they wanted to make sure they got the story straight, and it wasn't working out too good <laughs> for a while. Till they, you know, they had, they had. Why would you not call anybody for an hour or two hours? No paramedics, no cops, no nobody. Because you, uh, the guy they shot in the face, he ain't cooperating. He ain't gonna say it was an accident. Cause he, and you know what kind of talking or persuading. Uh, buying off or threatening did they have to do to make him agree with it was an accident? The guy had to make apology, a public apology to Jack Cheney. The guy that got shot in the face. Do you know that? He had to make a public apology. For what? For getting shot? <laughs> I mean, hey, them. them and now some... coming out immediately and saying it was an accident. Oh. Yeah, they're they're powerful people. That's for sure. Cheney's got his all hands in all that oil fracking and all. And they've probably been buying oil for a long time, uh, land uh, that has got oil underneath, you know, purchasing the property at cheap price. They knew before the public knew there was oil, and they go through there and buy up all the land they can. And then it becomes known, hey, everybody's got oil, uh, you know, the property taxes, I mean, yeah, go up. The property value goes up, and they already own all the land. Surprise, surprise, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, only they would know that. They own the helicopters. Uh, They got the uh, machinery on the helicopter that can ground penetrating, and all they got to do is fly over counties and and, uh, uh, patterns and uh, map out where the oil pockets are, 
you know, uh, feed it to GPS, put locks on these areas, go back home, pull it up on the master computer, and, you know, put it all together. These are the sections we need to buy real easy, actually. And they're the only people that has this kind of technologies and access to all this uh, capabilities of doing all this. You don't hear about that from the Clintons? You don't hear about that from Obama? You don't hear about that from Trump? You don't hear about that from Bernie Sanders? Only the Bush crew. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Laura Bush ain't trying to run for president right along with Hillary Clinton. Laura Bush is, um, she's, an, she's a psychopath, a by the way. Or a stay-home person? Um, she's a psychopath. She's just, um, I mean, listen, she killed her, her boyfriend when she was 18. Come on. She ran him over, and they said, "Oh, accidental homicide," because she came from a wealthy family. Well, who was who was her? Oh, who was her daddy to make her be so wealthy? I don't know. She's from a Connecticut family, and they entered. Uh-huh. She was interested. She was set up with Bush. So they were set the up. So they were from Iranian very influential politics. Being from Connecticut, you know, they're political people. They all rally for the votes for the president and all. She claims to not be from a political family, but just from a wealthy family, you know. They probably were donated to donating a lot to the, you know, to that party. What do you got on Trump? Uh, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think Trump's not in the club. That's why they don't want him. He is so far out of the club. They don't want him. He's too critical or what? He is too, um, again, like if he knew what was really going on, they'd kill him. So, um, yeah, and, he, and he's the kind of guy, he's a business guy. He's not like a, he's not like a warmonger killer. He's a business guy. He wants to sell buildings. So his agenda would be totally different than these guys. They would kill him in the first week. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that the, you know that the, they can control the pose, and I don't think they'll. It'll be like when uh, Bush won, and somebody else was supposed to win. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Al Gore. Yeah, and they wanted to recount, and they wouldn't do it. It was the biggest scam on American people, and then 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah, such a coincidence. They steal the election. They steal the election, and then the worst thing ever happened on America. Wow, can you imagine Hillary Clinton making it to the presidency house, even being a war criminal like she is? It's the same thing. Over. Well, she'll be like Obama, because... Obama continued the war, but he's not part of that crew, but they took him in. You know what I mean? They took him in, Bushes patted him on the back, and they're like, come on, buddy, you're with the crowd. They'll do that to Hillary. Trump, they can't do it. He's not for sale. He wants to see the business plan. 
You know what I mean? He wants to see why it's beneficial. That's why they're fighting him tooth and nail. They do not want that man in the White House. Do you see what's going on, right? They're even like having these riots every time he has a rally. Just to make it seem like, oh, yeah, it's so intense. We can't have that man. But meanwhile, he's winning states left and right. I think people are smarter than they seem because um, Trump, I don't really believe that he's a racist and a sexist. I don't believe it. I think he's, he's saying what he thinks the conservatives want him to say. Because he's running on their ticket. What do you think? Hello? Hello? Hello, 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 hello. Hello? Hello. Hi there. There are 13 parties in conversation. Anybody else want to talk? None of them are any good, period. I'm sorry? Me too. All the ones up there campaigning are not any good. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to have one of them. I'm back. I had to refresh my web page. Oh, logged. I thought I lost you. I, I was, was like, in there in the other room to get back on the computer. It logged me out. And oh, I, I could, was asking what you thought about it. I could hear you, but I couldn't really understand everything you were saying. I had my grandson's TV in my other ear in the other room, and so I was trying to hurry and get back in here, but I'm back now. And welcome, Willow. Hi, is that Joe? Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm glad to hear you drop in again. It's nice oh, to yeah. hear that yeah. you and others are we're still kicking. I mean, you, you got to be strong. Well, I'll tell you what. What they're doing here is for the birds. They are absolutely running frigging scared. They are. And whoever that lady is, or was that you that was talking about the Cheney with the fracking? They were fracking up the road from me. He had that uh, contract out there. They're not doing it now. It's been a few years. The contract's expired. Well, they hey, were don't, literally hey, don't. taking the Arkansas dirt and transporting it down to Tennessee. 
to Texas. It's uh, yeah, that's good dirt up there. Hey, it, when they're in your area and you see them on the side of the road, they're only there for four or five days a week at the tops, and they are gone, cleaned up, and you'll never notice they was there. They leave no markings. I know it. I know it. Well, th- this was uh, a few years back, and the contract now is gone. This was back around 2006, 2007, and they were still having a couple of years left because I knew one of the drivers, he was my neighbor, and he was hauling dirt out of here where I'm at, where they were fracking right up my road there, what, three blocks away? And uh, he was hauling it to Texas. I said, why are you hauling the dirt to Texas? That's where they want it. And, yeah, that was a Cheney deal. Yeah, that's, and that's good dirt. they went back behind by the school there and up the road from the school, and they were fracking over there, too. Well, when when the fracking actually uh, starts happening within the county, you know, not just one little area, when they go through the county, uh, just about the time they start rolling out of there and going to the next county, that's where you start noticing your doors are not shutting. Yeah. Uh, that place is falling apart, and it's uh, and it don't stop. It's not one action. This is a continuous, slow movement of the ground uh, uh, collapsing in. And yeah, and we, we've yeah we're we've been devastated for six years here now with the fracking, and yeah, I constantly I'm on pier and beam. And I got to constantly stay under there where I never had this problem before they fracked over here. And now the ground is caving in slowly. You know, it's not noticeable to the eye or anything. It's a slow process. It's caving in. What state? What state? Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, yeah. I hear Oklahoma is having earthquakes all the time. Yeah, they just had one the other day. Of course, you know, they make the earthquakes, too. All of this is all staged and manufactured. I believe it. That's like the Tasamis. All the years when I was younger growing up, like in the 50s and the 60s and that, when they were putting in those oil drill wells down there and they were under in the bottom of the ocean, well, you can go past the bottom of the ocean there. You can dig in there, and there's no water. And they were putting little bombs in there. They're like, like a like. Think of a box, two foot by two foot by two foot square, and probably eight inches or whatever, ten inches tall. And that's what they put under there, and then they bury them. And they're doing it all underneath our roads and everything. The one in Japan, that was such a sham. Fukushima with yeah. the nuclear plant next to it. Yeah. I just wonder what planet are they going to when they ruin this planet? They're doing a good job of it, let me tell you. I wonder what planet they're going to. Well, Bill Clinton and Hillary aren't innocent by no means either. And we can always, we can go back to FDR 
I'm reading a very interesting book here, too. And it's all about all the presidents from FDR to Bill Clinton. And I've made it so far to Eisenhower. Big shame. I think Eisenhower was a good guy. At the end, he made the deal and did a contract with the industrial military. I thought he was the one that warned us about it. Yeah, on his way out. On his way out, he did. That's in his farewell speech. But the thing is, we have to be very careful about books, and especially online, because they're changing. You know, they change the story. Like yeah, I, if you if you um look up Prescott Bush, the guy who was funding the um the Nazis, um it says on the Wikipedia he had nothing to do with the Nazis. I mean, it's like the biggest lie oh, in the world. That's a lie. Yeah, that's a it lie. It says if you look it up on Wikipedia. The Bushes are are Nazi henchmen. Exactly. I don't get online. They they keep me offline too. Are you serious? How do they do that? They have their ways to do shit indirectly. Okay. Let's see. I've had the yeah. front end of my car smashed in. I've had the rear end. I just got that back. I was like about five six weeks without my car. Then I turned around, I just bought some, well, I've had the tires put on, new tires put on in August, still good thread and stuff, and I suddenly get a bubble on my wall. Today, I had to go and spend another $100 that I don't have to put a tire on. Mm. You want to talk about snakes and Nazis and, and bastards? Try Arkansas. They want to hide here because of the Ozarks. Well, they're scared for something. I don't know what they're so scared for. And these Freemasons, huh? My girlfriend, I know, um, I know there's her, good Freemasons somewhere, but not here. Well, my girlfriend's father was very high up in the Masons, very high up, okay? And when he passed away, she looked at his books, okay? And it had all these symbols and stuff. It also said in order to get to that level, you have to renounce every religion because religion is bullshit to fool the masses, to bring them into death, to bring them into different beliefs, to bring them into directions where they want them to go. But to be a high-level Mason, you must renounce it. And it's in in the books. Religion's man-made. Well, the thing is, a lot of people believe... They do everything with symbolism. They're they're doing it to me, I know. Yeah, I know. They're doing it to me. They want everybody to have a hive mind. Yeah, right. But they make sure that when you get to a high level, 
they're basically satanic and they don't believe in any religion. If you believe in religion, you can't even get in their club. They have to renounce it. They want to be in their club. They're murderers. They're psychopaths, sociopaths. The but there's a lot. Of, these are people that are addicted to money and power. You got to understand that. That's what their thing is. Yeah, nothing to do with mine. That's another brainwashing technique that they're using on people. It's bullshit. Uh, they are working on the hive mind, and that that is a reality that will happen. What are they working on? They think. Or Not everybody can be brainwashed, Joe. Come on. You it's not a it's not a uh, person it's not on the same level as a per as a, as a psychiatrist sitting in front of you and he's waving a watch back and forth and he puts you under hypnosis yeah. <laughs> it's not on that level it's more of a internal level where there's no there's no firewalls and you just get thoughts you just think it's your own mind thinking but the thoughts are very weird. Well, they're they're yeah, actually. I know I've been through oh, they're, they're But from, if you're aware uh, of it, it isn't going to happen. And if you know <clears throat> those aren't your thoughts, then you know that's not you doing the thinking. The well, problem no. is this is the problem though. People start thinking, "Oh my God, I hate myself. Oh my God, my life is terrible. Oh my God, my life sucks. Oh my God, I want to die." And then yeah. they create bad stuff around their lives and. It gets worse. It just gets worse. They lose their yeah, friends. Everybody's sick of them being. Your mind thinking that way, and they're the ones making everything worse. Apparently, look at the shape our world's in. And if there was a God, God, okay, if there was a God, do you think if He's so Almighty and so this and that, do you think that this would be happening? Come on, wake yes, up. because. Yes, people have free will. People did, did Hitler succeed to a degree? Absolutely, and there was still a God because God. There's still free will. Prove Man to me be there's evil. a God. Prove to me there's. Can you prove to me there's a God? I can't. I just can't. Okay. All I can tell you is you I know that there's evil. You can. It's a belief system, and as long as they got people in all these individual belief systems, it'll keep you confused. Well, because I don't believe God in religion. Isn't going to let this happen to his world. Ha ha. That's a, well, that's... wait a second. Wait. Let me just tell you. The planet will survive. The people won't. Yeah, so, they. And really how many of them are over. really humans? How many of them are humans? And look around you. How many of them are clones? How many of them are fourth dimensional beings that are, can be? They're not even real. And how many of them are shapeshifters? And how many of them are grays? And how many of them are this and that and that and this? And what about the secret societies that everybody knows about? It's so secret, everybody No, nobody knows what goes on in there, believe me. Oh, bull. Look at what happened oh. to uh, that, that Supreme Court guy. Do you know what, what his you secret think? society was? They were raping boys. That's why there was yeah, no... Yeah, we know that. All right, yeah, back to the God thing. NASA said, NASA said they put out a statement. I seen it on Facebook. Uh, NASA's done research with the satellites and all, and now they uh, can concur with the Bible 
where it says Genesis to where they said a planet of our sorts, when it started cooling down, it would attract all dust particles, debris, and form a planet. So they're, what they're saying is is that everything that the Bible said, as far as that goes, is right on with NASA. Let me just tell you something. They I mean, get their information from the Bible. They're making the it. fires and the droughts and the floods. That's all manipulation of weather. So what they're, they're doing is they're reenacting the weather. You're right, ma'am. You're right, because they are so manipulating the weather. I watch them. They bring tree branches. Tornado in they front bring of. rocks. They bring dirt. They bring dead animals, real animals, people, people in vehicles and stuff. And they bought the machine. It's made over in London, England. They made a tornado in front of me, and they created another one right over the top of me, which yeah. covered two miles. And I was at the bowels of this thing. It was moaning and groaning like you'd never, I never heard nothing like it. It actually put goosebumps all over me. And then I, I got out of there because I was worried about it actually forming. And mom's stuck at home and I'll never be able to make it unless I leave right now. So I did. But, oh, yeah, they can control the weather. And that, I oh, said, yes, they created one in front of it's in the Bible. Where I was looking yeah, at created and touched down. It's in the right. Bible. Floods and there'll be fires, but they're creating it. It's not. You it's not what natural. The Bible is. The Bible That's is sayings that come back from Notre Dame. I found out things that he said. It's in the Bible. It's in Revelations. They also have cosmology and astrology in there. They've got numerology in there, but it's all broke up. It's not in books like. But they created the new age. They've done all they're this stuff. They created these books too. Stuff. They've done it all. They created the and books, and that now they're just even manipulating it out it. to me. There's colors in there, you know, like our colors, like our aura has colors to it. A That's rainbow, in there yeah. Too, but it's not in one chapter, and it's not in one big, you know, chapter and verses and stuff. It's all embedded throughout their makeshift Bible because they've taken right, all people have writings, to understand they've that. away with them and they're down there in the bottom of the Vatican. But the people that, that read the Bible, they think, oh, my God, it's happening, the floods and fires, but it's manipulation. Yeah, they're doing it. And they got their imps and their gimps and their trolls setting fires and stuff. And exactly. if you look at them... You, you think that they're people at first, but if you really look at them, you're going to see that, oh, my God, they're not people. What are so uh, the Bible says that uh, fallen angels had came and mated with the women. Yeah. You don't, you don't right. think so, but they, no. yeah, they giant bodies. They got human bodies that are giants, 32 feet tall. People were tall back then. You get into the old, real ancient writings or can put it in between because they have it all broken up. They have it mixture in this book and mixture in that book. And then it's a complete different story. Revelations is pretty new. I don't think uh, you know, you, you got Hebrew uh, writing. It was translated into Greek. 
okay, we as English-speaking uh, and readers, we want to translate the Bible. Why would we translate Greek? Why wouldn't we go back to the Hebrew and translate it straight from there? But we didn't. We've done it through the Greek. Probably because the Greeks were able to... They were, wouldn't they, they were the next in line, weren't they, to where they understood the Hebrew language? I don't know. Uh, the philosophers, yeah, and they was over there in the same country. I mean, not country, yeah. but inside of the world, yeah. And so yeah. they had better understanding at that time. But there's scholars from all over the world here to where they could have picked it up and gave it the English instead of, you know, translating it from one to another culture and then from that culture to another culture. That's That just didn't seem right. They should have went right back to the basics. And, and they would have probably found a lot of scrolls and a lot of things might have been left out in the Greek translations. Yeah. Well, what about the angels? Oh, they played a, a part in our history, too. Nobody talks about them. We always got to start with the Hebrews. We always got to start with the Jews. Why? Is that because of Hitler, what he did to the Jews? And I don't I even asked, begin to think that that's even true either. I'm sorry. I it's just never part that of it. What about the Indians? How come we don't hear about them? They come later on in life. Well, they were all around back then, too. Well, they, yeah, because that's American history. They try to hide so, everything in America. Yeah, well, you got the yeah. Indonesians, and you got India, and you got Turkey, and you got all of them over there, too. Well, hey, but what my question is, every, all biblical, all gods and Herodus, all all the biblical, everything, it comes from the other side of the world. Why is all this biblical, I mean, the uh, uh, gods and angels and demons and whatever, how come there's none of that in the histories of maybe the Indians and all over here? It's only over there on the other side of the world. Why is that? Egypt, uh, the gods within Egypt and all. Yeah, because I don't believe that either. I think these sickle, sadistic idiots are the ones that wrote all that in. The Zionist, huh? No, I'm not on that page. I'm not on that page. There was a lot of things going on. But they were the earliest writings. Well, see, you know, they had all these countries around even before, but the way that they broken up it in history, they make it like there was just a period of time where there was just the Asians, and then picture Asians, and then and then then all of a sudden we had okay, well we have Egypt, okay, so now that's the Middle East. So then we got to break them down because we got the Hindus there, and we got the. What do we got? We got the Turks there. We got the Ottoman Empire. Uh, what about the Druids? Aren't they all pagans? And there's different pagans. There's not just pagan is a pagan. We have all the different pagans. And all it is is a culture, a language, and a belief system from each of the pagan countries. That would be like uh, uh, King Arthur was a pagan, you know. Until he married Guinevere, and then he became Christian. What is a pagan? I mean, do, do they uh, worship idols? I mean, what is a pagan? I don't know what a pagan is. They were just, that was before religion. Every land had its own 
belief system where they reverend the wind, the rain, and, uh, you know, the fire and, you know, stuff like that. That okay. sounds like Native American. And then they personified it and gave, gave them deity names. How is that different from Christianity? Because they didn't have churches then. Well, see, they're, they're you know, fire, wind, or... Uh, yeah. Whatever, and they give it a name. Well, Thunder. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't see how there's harm within that because they're not sacrificing, or they're not uh, drawing blood, spilling blood. That's that's yeah. us. that's that's the bad stuff there. I don't care what. Well, that's what the bad stuff because Christianity, when they came along and were conquering the pagans and taking them over and stealing their lands and killing them and everything, all they did was just take their so-called pagan gods and made them Christian gods. And then they had to make up the story because the pagans were, you know, drawing blood and killing blood and sacrificing and doing this and doing that. When they weren't, they take the animals in the winter that couldn't survive, and they kill them, and they used every part of that animal. If it wasn't for clothing and tools and food and everything else, they'd find something to do with them. Yeah, like, yeah. That sounds like Native American Indians. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. That's yeah. what Native American Indians It wasn't just Indians the Indians. Like. They all done it back then. They all done it. It wasn't just Indians. Well, okay, you speaking of Christianity, uh, most people have a, a picture of Jesus in the church or yeah. their house. how do we know? Crosses, is that not pagan? No, oh, exactly. But how do we know what he looked like? Because there were very many, there were very many Jesuses. It's just a title. How do yeah. we know he had blonde hair? How do we know he had red hair? How do we know he had black hair? How do we know he had brown hair? How do we know? He came from he was dark, like a Afro-American, or maybe yeah, a, that too. Yeah. Or a Turk. He was real dark. Yeah, yeah, that Probably too. had the, the hair. Yeah. He was actually yeah, that too. Jewish. So Jewish men had dark hair and he blue wasn't eyes. Jewish. Jesus Christ, another lie. Jesus Christ was a Jew. No, he, he isn't. Was, he was Arabian, okay. or uh, let's see, what was he? Uh, yeah, the Arabians, and they had their cousins, which were white. What the hell were they called? <laughs> they were called something. Because you had the dark, the ones that were dark, and then you had the light ones. But he wasn't Jewish. He was a Jew. He was a magician. He was a magician. He was a pagan, and he was a magician. Ah, uh, what is that called? I can't think of it. It begins with an M. I'm intrigued. What do you mean, music? Mu- mu- uh, I can't say the word. Musician. I mean, mu- uh, magician. 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 The magi. Yeah. yeah. He was a, a mag- carpenter, oh. as a matter of fact. Magi. He was a healer. Yeah. He was and a, a mag- magi. Yeah, a magician. Why do you think the three wise men were coming to celebrate his birth? And that's a lie, too. 
I think they wrote it all up, these sickos, not only to control the people, but so that they have a reason to murder people. All right, so, all right. Do you believe in dimensional? Dimensional? Dimensional beings? Uh, Yeah. Dimensional or dimensional beings. Yeah, the dimensional beings come from a different dimension. Yeah. So you do believe that. How can you question all the gods that have visited this planet then, knowing the different or believing in different dimensions, which is uh, beings? I don't believe they're gods. I believe they were all one man, you know, a man and a woman at one time. But they gathered all the knowledge and through all the the term and there are there's also a bunch I'll call them the true ones that never die. Well that's like back and back and back. If you get a primitive culture, they're living in caves at nighttime. No. They come out searching for food in the daytime, real primitive. And they see a ship floating through the sky. It's a god, believe me. No. And to That's them, the story they want us to believe, Joe. Well, okay, all right, I, I get you. Yes. Yeah. You know, one day they say we will catch up to the whole god thing through science. Well, the ones here are not gods. They want everybody to believe they're gods. Oh, all the gods. If they're a real god, they're not going to want you to believe. They don't want you to worship them as gods. They know they're not gods. You put these Nazis in a spaceship and you shoot them to another inhabited planet, these Nazis are going to play god, believe me. I know. Yeah, exactly. But they're not gods. They are to them people, and they always will be, because them people will never come up enough to be able to figure out what God really is. That's because they keep them submissive. They don't want them to read. They don't want them to know anything. They want to. They want them, the people, to do what they're told, whatever they're not. And, and it's in the do. religion. It's based in the religion. The religion tells them what to do. And that's what they believe. Yeah, but which religion? There's 100,000 religions. Take your pick. Well, the one that had the crusades was the Christians. They were killing people, not... They were burning people that didn't convert. They're still doing that. And that's what they're trying to do now. They want everybody to believe in in this God and this religion and all this crap. And then as soon as they got hold of our world, then they're going to not want you to talk about your God or your Jesus or anything else. And then they're going to start burning you and everything because now they got you to believe in some God that doesn't exist or Jesus that doesn't exist. Tell you what, the... The Muslim state, which is uh, that religion, they are professing that they are going globally and the whole world will be under their religion, one way or the other. That's a fantasy. That's a fantasy. It seems more like we're going to go like 
the germ, That's the Germans what I'm saying, until it happens. Germans. And they're not going to want you to do that. Over the U.K., they've taken over Europe. They are slowly taking over. They go in okay. as refugees or they go in as under a visa, and they, they are taking over. And when they get in there, then they show their real face. Yeah, but there's a war on that for sure. The Illuminati are trying to get rid of them. That's, that's for sure. They let them in. That's like these churches letting in these Freemasons. Just what we need. Yeah, it's all fear mongering. A lot of the religions, I would I would agree with that. They try to uh, intimidate you, scare you, and if they got to, they will take your life to preserve this uh, uh, new age movement or whatever you want to call it. A religion or whatever to push it through. Yeah, a lot of fear. It's all fear. And any Muslim that's not afraid in this world, I don't know what that is then. They're all afraid. They're afraid of being persecuted just for being a Muslim. Well, I don't know. I'd like to talk to a Muslim around here and ask them, uh, do y'all really believe that you get 21 virgins when you go to heaven? They don't. I know a few. They think that that's completely crazy. But the suicide bombers, because they're so broke, they give their families money, and then they tell them that bullshit, and then they'll kill themselves. Yeah, that's right. They tell them that bullshit, and they give them money. True. They give the family money after the guy's dead. Yep. And I know Muslims personally. They're nice people. They're not crazy. Right. These are the fringe people that get co-opted by other crazy lunatics. Exactly. Like the military in this country that will do anything. Same thing. Right. Same thing. Nothing different. Yep, that's right. I'm glad you think like that. There's not many people who realize that. They're all called terrorists, whether they have a Muslim name or they have an American name. They're fucking terrorists. Right. And we're being subject by the American ones, by the way, not the Muslims one. Not the Muslim one. We should do what about the American one? We're, we're the one that's all victims by the American one. What do you think this whole technology is about? Not coming from Muslims, coming from the U.S. military. Yeah. Under the CIA. Our, our military is arrogant people. Well, not all of them are high, you know, in the. Not all of them, in, but generally you know, speaking. And not all of the CIA people are involved, and not all the presidents. But they all, you know, some of them know what's going on, that's for sure. Yeah. But they call terrorists Muslims? The terrorists are Americans. In the military, you got generals, admirals, and all. As the presidents are voted in and and out, uh, these guys stay there, too. What do you mean they stay there? Uh, they're not voted in or out. Uh, as long as they oh, do. Yeah. They like stay for 30, 40 years, possibly. In the yeah. 
in control. Sixty-nine percent of every tax to them. Hey Joe, what happened to your line on Friday night? It had all that noise on it. What was that? Oh, uh, that was somebody calling in, and it was coming through their phone. I think JoJo's phone has the noise now. You know, the the noise rotates uh, to different phones, and it does it oh. for a long time. And then before you know it, it's it's uh, somebody else's phone making noise. And you know, but the why real. But didn't JoJo hang up if her no if her phone is making noise? She she didn't know it at the time, and now she's finding out that it is making noise. So. She's speaking uh-huh. and real quick, and then muting herself. And uh, instead of staying open uh, on the line, listening, that hurts. Uh-huh. Her phone's making noise now. Oh. Can I interject oh, happy something? Happy birthday, by the way. Hi, everybody. Can I interject uh-huh. something? Yeah. Um. Uh. I've been uh on this quest uh to work with uh. Contact Snowden, and I've been uh, uh, pretty much successfully um, trying to work with and establish an alliance with Julian Assange. Um, what I would recommend if um, others that have a computer um, to contact the Guardian in the UK because he left Ecuador. We know that that earthquake was intended for him and to send oh, a message, God. so he left there. And he's now actually under the care of the UK. I thought he was in um, Ireland. Are you talking about a um, Yeah, he's actually got his uh, court situation dismissed to reopen a re- of an appeal. So he is now under the protection of um, the UK and the Guardian newspaper. That is your one-stop shop is to not contest changed identities to protect himself. How he got from Ecuador to the UK, I don't know. But since they know that he is worthy of his word and what he says and facts checks everything, uh, verifies everything, and they have to verify, the best best thing we can do is start working with the Guardian in the UK, the newspaper. That's that a smart idea. That's the so smartest thing ever. Because you cannot reach him directly because you're putting yourself in danger, him in danger, others in danger, and we have to be fearless, and I am fearless. I am not afraid. Is that what you um, recommend that we do? That is that? Contact the Guardian, newspaper, the UK Guardian, that when WikiLeaks came out, he was in contact with and still is um, loyal to them, and they're loyal to him and uh, protecting him in the UK now. And what should we say to them? Um, just say you want to establish a uh, a darknet account and how to go about doing that. So it will be, make it much more difficult. Um, and Julian Assange is an expert in this field. This is what he does to set up secret accounts to be able to contact them and for the government, making their paper trail much harder to track you down, um, conversations um, on internet through email, um, and that is the best way to go to basically save yourself any tracking. And if you know any engineers, which I do know one, um, and I'm going to be um, talking to him again back 
when he goes to work at his uh, tech, uh, his surveillance shop that he sells equipment there. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, that's that's the route that I'm going to see. How about it to establish a black ops, uh, not black ops, a uh, black net uh, account, a dark net account, which is uh, virtually untraceable when you get with the right engineers and people. And they could, can they do it for you? Um, they are in the business of doing that, but um, if you can find someone who's really good at computers and engineer in the IT field, I would start recruiting those who are um, against what's going on, and you can just start looking up, um, you know, different uh, software companies, um, engineering um, affiliates, contractors that contract for the government that contracted for Julian Assange and establishing these dark accounts where a lot goes on um, where people exchange, um, you know, sell drugs on there, prostitution, and things that, you know, I wouldn't subscribe to, obviously, but um, they're virtually un- untraceable. Um, and there are certain parameters. I don't know that much. I was in the high tech field, um, so I always had they were my go-to people because I don't. This is way over my head as far as working with programmers and uh, IT specialists. But I would recommend, even if it's your local provider, um, to um, you know start asking them questions and see if there's anyone that they could recommend or would they be willing to um, you know work with you. Um, on you know pro bono because nine times out of ten they're probably being targeted as well. My friend is he's an engineer and he sells all kinds of surveillance equipment and um, but he knows how to throw them off in the technical field but I don't. So I'm gonna start bringing him on the calls if uh, anybody will let me do that. Um, oh, yeah. And, and uh, to establish those and to keep that report going while he's still alive. Um, he's our, our one and only best chance ally um, who is for the cause. And I'm I agree sorry if it's going to cost military lives and if those military people do not choose um, to um, go their own way and fact check instead of blindly following orders because they're being intimidated to. Um, you know, I don't subscribe to that. I never have, and that's why I always had a lot of problems and stalking and interrogation when I was in the military. So um, I, it, I'm making it my life's work now to um, touch on, on, you know, how to defeat the enemy um, within, um, but also... They uh, when I went on the NSA website to see what they have what's called the black uh, budget the government does it's unlimited and they actually um, this shadow government the NSA team and Homeland Security um, they are actually afraid of us that we're going to riot and that's their biggest fear that we're going to riot and find out when you say who, we you mean t- targeted individuals right and anybody else that that's doesn't know happen. or doesn't believe. So they are afraid because we are at the tipping point. Um, we, I laughed my, my 
my ass when I saw um, the protest going on with Trump in uh, Orange County, where I uh, once lived. And same thing with Burlingame. He went down to Silicon Valley, and they tried to. They actually had a assassination attempt on his life. Um, so he was scared. Um, and it was on the it was on the news. There was just a little blip about that. So he thought he was going to need all these people that are rich to support. But all these dot comers, they don't want stuff. Um, they don't want what their parents had to struggle for. Um, their thing is about living simply with less and um, being self-sufficient and um, basically being their own boss, which I'm 100% for people starting their own entrepreneurial, um, whether it's private investigation, whether it's... There's all kinds of people you can pair with. Um, look up private investigators. Look them up, too, in public record to see if they're credible, what they've done successfully, um, any snags or indications that they worked with government um, on anything, whether they're trustworthy or not. Um, you can easily do background checks with um, public record to find out really what side they're on because you have to do that with whoever you work for, with who you have your banks with, who you insure your, you know, you have your insurance with. You have to look up who they're affiliated with. Um, and what their plan is is to eliminate, that's why the SNL crisis happened. And I had a roommate that actually was part of that and she would have been, um, she would have been gone to jail. Um, she's British, by the way. Um, just, be, just after 9-11 happened, she was my roommate. And um, they took down all the SNLs and the small banks and they're continuing so that they can have full control. So it will be Bank of America, probably Wells Fargo, um, Chase Bank will probably be the main ones they're trying to um, downsize and trying to monopolize. And I learned a lot from this show. I don't know if anybody watches it. Um, it's uh, with that Marty Khan guy. Um, you know, it's a bunch of people who are in advertising and they know how to manipulate the system. And basically, I get a lot of good ideas from that too because I was in the corporate world and, you know, loyalties don't don't hold in this day and age anymore. There is no loyalty. So, you know, it's, you know, God, God has, you know, eat or be eaten, so to speak. So I've learned, you know, a lot about uh, libel and, you know, just finding out things on my own and then also with my own experiences that I um, had to uh, pull out other stops to expose government officials and high-level people. And I will continue to my dying day. Um, I'm back there. I'm considering um, going like undercover as a missionary to places like South America, Central America. Um, I, I'm really considering it. You know, I mean, there's no point. Anyway, we are coming to the end. I'm actually happy and celebrating it in a sense because um, I know there's eternity beyond this and I know that our pain and suffering, you know, is for a time, um, you know, and God did not intend for this to happen. But when you guys talk about aliens and I looked up that, looked up um, 
the hybrid hybrid program in New Mexico is the biggest hybridization program. And when I say aliens, not aliens in the sense that they live on other planets and God created them. No, God created um, the fallen angels well before they were fallen. And then they, they bred with humans. And there was a movie I can't think of. It was called Species 3. And then there's a real um, there's a real case called Bureau 713. There was an experiment done, and it was on TV, actually. They did uh, a depiction of it. Um, they took these orphans and gave them, um, actually tested them and had them really mind-controlled in every way. And they were able to move objects with their mind. And these are scientists that came from Hitler's regime that our government has them on a payroll over here since World War II that worked for Hitler. We have over 200 scientists that are doing this, which is why we've, our government has copied them. And we have actually an alliance of bases in Russia, in, in the eastern uh, part of Europe. A lot of people don't know this. Just um, look under Operation Dreamworld, Military Operation Dreamworld, and we now have small, insidious, secret bases all over Asia, um, Africa. Um, they're going into India, um, Vietnam, Japan, uh, Australia, Canada, South and Central North Mexico. Just to name a few of the Pennsylvania treaties. So I'm thinking, okay, if this comes to, now which country would I be okay in? Or could I take people to an, establish a safe house? And I'm thinking Fiji, um, because they're not part of the Transatlantic Treaty. Um, but anybody that's on the Transatlantic Treaty, we cannot afford to have an alliance with them. Um, which is the United States trying to take over the world. This, this is why the EU, the UK, does not want to sign an alliance um, with the United States. And I fully understand why. And I'm glad that they're not, because they know what our government has done. And they will not join the European Union. So actually, they're smart in doing that. Um, you know, I saw the little snippet of Obama where he was being interviewed by Charlie Rose over there in Germany where, I forget her name, Merkel, she's the Prime Minister of Germany, and she's very level-headed, but she was very perturbed um, when we were doing um, last year's spying on her and her own country by our intel, and they got into it. So their strained relations and they'll never trust us again, which I'm kind of glad that they don't um, because we were spying on, on her and her government. So there's a broken alliance there that's very fragile. They don't really trust us and for good reason. They shouldn't trust our government. Um, you know, yes, we have to work together for the greater good, um, but they're going into it with, you know, one toe in the water, testing the water. They're not going in, like, full force, like, oh, yeah, we believe you, and now yeah, we want you on board. No, she's smarter than that. So even Germany um, is a good 
ally um, that we don't want to... Basically, they're kind of putting this in the water, kind of testing both sides to see, okay, is it pass the litmus test? Are they really doing what they're saying that they're doing, or are they continuing to spy? And I looked up, sure enough, they are. They have what's called a black budget. Look up black budget, which is an unlimited amount of money to deceive people, um, to recruit assassins, um, you know, any kind of ruthless, you know, Luciferian, um, you know, test that the, the Japanese did, that, that the Russians did. We have got it down to the science, which is why um, it's, it's only going to get worse. But only in the flesh. I mean, you know, our flesh, we're here for a time, but eternity, we have to, if we focus on eternity, what our eternal home is, then we can take away the fear and not let the fear mongering uh, continue because then that is like pouring gas in the fire that's giving them ammo. So it's it's difficult because I get sleep deprived every single night since uh, 2003. Um, I literally only get like maybe three hours of sleep a night. I'm exhausted all the time. And that's when I get weaponized is at night when I'm ready to turn in and I get attacked. Um, you know, I can't feel my legs, my feet. My feet will be burning one minute and freezing the next. Uh, I just thought it was my circulation being cut off by the fractures. But um, when my friend explained to me, no, you're being hit by an energy weapon. Then I looked up DSI. There's a DSI uh, bunch of... Um, construction people that came from the East Coast from Pennsylvania. And DSI is a Data Systems Incorporated, and I found out that they're in intelligence, so they're even here um, trying to tap into landmines, which is your best option to make phone calls. Um, it's much harder, and it takes that much more work for them to listen to calls on landlines, than hard lines, than it is on a cell phone, especially you're better to get a dumb phone like I have rather than a smart or Android phone because they're automatically easily traceable. They made them to be that way on purpose. But landline, if you can use a landline, um, even if you have to use a payphone, that is actually your best bet. I know they're going to eliminate that in 2120 or 20, 2020, um, which is the next four years. They're going to be eliminating Heidi, Heidi, you were talking about Lena. uh, All right, think about a cell phone tower. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a giant tower on a slab, a location, Mm -hmm. and there's wires feeding from the base up to the top of the cell phone towers, and it's hooked to these. a snowman man's looking at me. On the cartoon? No, on the table. Well, don't look over there at the table, okay? Is he in the room? All right, hang on. Uh, hang on a minute.
Okay, I had a. I've got my Christmas snowman out. Um, <laughs> been there by the computer, and he said he was staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You know, if we could turn him, I turned him around. Mine all year round. We know we're going to be the victors, even though we're going to suffer. Um, you know, through it, but that's to bring us together. Um, and basically to care about humanity no matter what your religious preferences or if you don't have a religion, it really is about humanity. It's not about religion. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot what I was going to say running in there doing that. About uh, the landline? Um, oh, yeah. Landline, yeah. Uh, the cell phone tower. You got the powers, the wires, big table, a big as, big as a man's arm cables. Wow. Running up to it, I mean, probably 20, 25 cables running up there feeding all the aerial discs that they have mounted around this cell phone tower. But what I'm getting at is, uh, you know, that cell phone tower pumps out cell phone or whatever, whatever's designed for, which is quite a bit. Uh, it's coming from somewhere. All that, it's got to be to pump the out. Satellites the satellites up, uh, up in the sky. Yeah, oh, the satellite sounds off that. It's the cell phone tower wires. At the mm-hmm. beginning of them wires running up that tower, they're at a, they have a house, like a building, a small shed, a building. It's concrete. And it's got servers in there, and it's got wires. Generators, yeah. And that, that uh, system... Is hooked into landline. Oh. And then it's pumped out through cell phone towers to get cell phone. Yeah, I can find that out. That's interesting. Oh yeah, I've I've uh, researched it quite a bit, and I'm glad you did. I were over here about about oh about uh, six blocks away that uh, I've. Walked down there to it, walked all the way around this facility, checked it all out. The wire. That's what I'm saying. I know exactly how big these cables are. A you know regular sized man, the cables are as big as his arm. Each cable, and they are humongous. A lot of power can pump through these cell phone towers, but the the base of it, it's it's like a it's like a phone company inside that building. I've caught it down there. People were working on the thing. And they didn't know I was there. Their truck was parked there. I pulled up in my car. I'm, I'm fixing to talk to somebody. And yeah. they're inside working. I, the door's open. I walk right on in that building, and they're at the other end. And it's solid servers on both sides of the deal. It's ice cold in there. It's got air conditioning in there. Wow. And servers from the floor. Yeah, the grid. Building. So... Uh, and I seen wires coming out of the ground, and they're they're regular phone wires coming out of the ground, fiber optics. But there was it was phone line, so that's why I know they're tied into the phone, and then the phone pumps the cell phone whatever they want out of it. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting news. I'm glad you shared that. I didn't know, um, yep. but I do know it seems to be. Um, much harder, like when lines, I'm talking on a landline. These um, lines are buried under the ground, and they'll never get tornadoes hit them. They'll never have power outages. The cell phone <laughs> towers stay lit when all the community yeah. goes. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. When your power goes out where you're at, 
in a mm-hmm. storm or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, make a phone call on your cell phone. It still works. Mm-hmm. They're on their separate grid. Well, well, I know with the Stingray, um, you know, equipment that the police and federal government has, um, they actually loop it. They don't even, the signal doesn't even need to go to a tower. It's like they have their own tower inside their vehicles and inside the substations. Um, So it doesn't even have to go to the cell tower. It will just loop around and doesn't even need to wait to hit a cell tower so they can cut the traffic and they can kind of minimize a region, um, a community, you know, specifically target a community, um, you know, with this looping. And you can look up stingray looping and you can find out more. It's it's complex and I don't even understand it all. But um, but I was shocked when my engineer friend told me this. And then as far as taser goes, <laughs> um, I, they do sell uh, long-range tasers that anybody can buy. So if anybody's getting hit, um, you know, like feel like you're getting electrocuted, uh, which happens to my friend all the time in in uh, Kansas City. Um, I said, you know, they have them for sale on Amazon. They're pretty cheap. Actually, they go all the way from really cheap to 500 and, and up, and they're long range. So if they're getting tased, and I, was, I would buy one and tase them back. Are you getting tased at on your legs or where? Uh, yeah, I mean, from from my friends that tell me that are able to drive, and they we are the biggest targets those that don't have a car or can't drive for the moment. Um, but even my friend, when he would be riding down the highway, um, he would get tased in his car, tased at home. And I said, well, get a taser, tased back. And he's like, I saw this woman and her little kid, and I was getting tased, and I could tell it was coming in that direction. And they would pit maneuver um, in civilian cars, him. And uh, I said, why don't you walk up to them and say, oh, you know, I, I noticed that you're, um, are you lost or something? I noticed you were following me, um, you know, uh, or you could pretend to be, you know, get a fake badge and say, um, you know, I, I happen to work for the government and uh, I, I'd like to see your credentials. I need your license and... Uh, your documentation, and pull the same crap that they do when they leave the force or when they're off the job. They're acting like, you know, um, seriously. Um, I've done it, um, not in that specific way, um, but you have to pull the same kind of probing on them that they do to you. You just have to be smarter about it, and you have to be credible and believable. And be just like a civilian. I mean, you know, this is the way of the world. So you're gonna have. We just have to. In my mind, with the fight fire, with fire. But you have to. Uh, you're better to be covert about it in some situations than others. You need to just walk right up to them and and call them on it in a way that you know doesn't come across like I know what you're doing. Um, just kind of catch them off guard, kind of start up a conversation, you know, so how's the weather, where are you from, you know, 
just kind of see, and you'll get them all nervous, and they'll get all flustered, and all of a sudden they'll leave you alone because that's what they don't want. They don't want confrontation. They're getting paid, but they're not. They they don't like it when you confront them, and I have. It's so funny. <laughs> But that's when I'm out in public. I, I don't go out a lot just because it takes my it takes me down for like three days I'm in bed because it's just so exhausting. Papa. What? Let's go to bed. No, not yet. Wait about, wait about another 40 minutes or so. Why don't you go in there and lay down on the couch? Did anyone, did anyone know that Julian Assange had a radio show? Say that again. Um, Julia, uh, Julian Assange had recently had a radio show in, yeah. I think, 2012. Uh, that's the New York mayor? Uh, I'm not sure, but he... And then I guess he's he's going to roll something out really big. I, I don't know what, but um, something big is coming that he's going to blow out of the water. And the more of us that expose this in, in our own individual ways, you know, to attack them back, um, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad he's like our superhero. He's my superhero, anyway. I'm just reading up on him. He became a father at 18, so I wonder where his son is. I wonder if son, if Julian Sly's son is being attacked, too. Um, also, Oh, wow. Are you there? Hello? Hello? I'm listening. Is anyone there? Oh, yeah, I'm listening. Uh, let, me just read, let me just read the show here. Um, he became a father, 18 custody battle followed. Development of the internet gave chance to his early promise at math. Uh, through his times led to difficulties in 95, he was accused with a friend of dozens of hacking activities. Through this group of hackers, was good enough to track detectives tracking them. Mr. Sarge was eventually caught and pleaded guilty, fined thousands of dollars, Australian dollars, only escaping a prison term on the condition that he did not reoffend. After years working with an academic, uh, Sulet Dreyfus, who was researching the emerging subvergent side of the Internet, writing a book with her underground that became a bestseller in the computing fraternity. 
Mrs. Dreyfus described Mr. Assange as a very skilled researcher who was quite interested in the concept of ethics, uh, concepts of justice, what government should and shouldn't do. This was followed up by a course in physics and math at Melbourne University. He became a prominent member of Mathematics Society, inventing elaborate puzzles that contemporary said he had excellent charisma and began WikiLeaks 2006. A group of like-minded people crossed the web, creating a web-based dead letterbox for would-be leakers. Julian Sarge listened to BBC Radio for profile of Julian Assange, um, keep our verses safe. We have had to spread assets, encryption, everything and more, hotel communications and people around the world to actively protect laws in different national jurisdictions. We become good at it, never lost a case or source, but we can't expect everyone to go through the extraordinary efforts that we do. We just adopted a nomadic lifestyle, running WikiLeaks from temporary shifting locations. We could go long stretches without eating and focus on work with very little sleep. Uh, I couldn't do that. Has anyone heard from the guy who was traveling cross-country? I think he came out of the Naval Academy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Joe or Derek or somebody said he was supposed to start, like, right now. I thought he was already on the road for for some time. I hadn't heard any news. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Maybe ask Derek tomorrow. Okay, I'll do that. He has a, Derek has a call tomorrow night, I think. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, contact uh, the Guardian newspaper um, out of the UK and then, uh, you know, try to uh, say in reference to Julian Assange, how do I, um, could you CC him? How do we establish a dark net account? to protect our assets and resources and um, our information from getting to um, the criminal authorities that we're under? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I can't because I tried to do things like that and I get blocked right on my phone. I've tried. I can't even talk to Glenn Greenwald. I get blocked by this I got a gross cop on me. He's so vile. And I, but I have thought of what you're doing. I thought the person is Julian Assange. That's who to talk to. I mean, exactly. that's what he does. That's what he does for a living. That is the key mm-hmm. person. You're right. Yeah, I would say go look up uh, surveillance shops in your area and see. Go visit them and see if you can't get them to help you establish a darknet account and, uh, you know, just tell them what you're doing. And I'm sure that they would be more than floored 
to be on board to do the same thing, to help us, to help ourselves and, and help them too because I'm sure they're under fire because my friend who owns or runs this shop with this other person, um, they, they're they the only ones in town now. They shut down. Um, they got to five other shops that had to close because of intimidation and death threats and the whole nine. Well, how do you find mine. something like that, a surveillance person? Um, easy. It's, I just looked up uh, surveillance shops um, that sell surveillance equipment, and um, I've established a contact now for the past two years. It's given me a whole lot of education on um, what he knows, but I couldn't possibly grasp all that you know he knows about the the IT side, that's just way beyond my comprehension. But that's what you do, just like, you know, when you're sick and, you know, you go to your primary care doctor and they refer you to a specialist in the field. Um, same thing in the IT, you know, go to someone who specializes and knows all the ins and outs and a technical um, way to get around um, being traced. They know. Yeah, that's pretty good what you're doing. And just look up their background to see, you know, um, if there's any, you know, bad remarks about them, likes or, you know, tweets or whatever you can get your hands on to see what good they've done or what, you know, any bad things that, you know, they've were coerced into doing blackmail or whatever. And that will continue, but, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to give up the fight. And NRA is big time on our side. So I'm real thrilled about, oh, about cool. that. I'm going to join the NRA myself. Wow. Cool. Just to have that camaraderie and, uh, you yeah. know, that uh, sense of they know much more than. And than I do um, in the field, um, just, you know, how to protect yourself because that's the one thing that they're doing is trying to round up um, everybody's friends. But it will literally be impossible for them to do that because of the new technology that I saw on Glenn Beck's show, The Blaze, a couple of years ago where lasers, they've showed in real time, um, use lasers to make a actual gun. No serial number needed on it. Um, a real functioning gun. Um, as far as the bullets, I don't know if that's something totally different that you'd have to get them from somewhere. And people in the South, they know how to even make them. <laughs> so, you know, we really don't need to even go and, and get a whatever background check or or whatever, and that's the thing they're most afraid of, but um, they should be afraid because we have to take our power back and they're fearful um, that we're going to find that out with the Rockefeller um, you know, alignment uh, trying to take us all down and dominate the world. And so we have to keep them in fear um, and 
whatever way works as a group or a couple of individuals and then as a collective, you know, all of us bringing information together once we've got on a project or have, you know, started working with some people that know um, and specialize in these areas that are beyond our skill set. We all have something to bring to the table, so that's a good that's the good news. Um, and the common belief that life there's life beyond this. And when I saw this movie last night, it kind of touched my heart again. Um, I can't remember the name of it was, but this girl who was the daughter of a, a pastor had cancer and and uh, died. It was a beautiful love story. But what it taught me is when they uh, this young guy decided to marry her as her dying wish that she didn't even wish for. Um, you know, he knew she was going to die within a year or less. But anyway, um, in Corinthians 1.13, it, you know, talks about love is, love is kind, love is not boasting, love is not jealous, love is not, um, you know, saying false things, um, accusing, accusatory of others, um, you know, all those things that it's hard to hold your tongue when, you know, we're programmed to be so um, reactory towards things that are, somebody will come out uh, out of the blue and say something just, you know, not normally something that that person would say. Um, but I think that's part of the mind control project, too. Oh, one one new thing coming up, everybody, FYI, maybe. 14th, I believe it is. Look up the Stanford experiment. It's coming to HBO or regular TV. I'm not sure which or both. Um, look it up. It's a real thing that happened that they had guards and prisoners switch roles. And you know they were told that they could not ever, for any reason, be retaliatory or do anything physical damage or harm but it went off <laughs> off the tracks pretty fast. But it really it really did happen. And I've known prison guards. Um, and I said, I feel sorry for you because once they take you hostage, you're toast. Um, I don't care how good of a person you are, try to be to them. They're so desperate that, you know, put yourself in their shoes. And it's like, oh, well, no, if you just treat them with respect, you know, they'll leave you alone. But they could be having a bad day and decide because you didn't let them go to whatever their commissary or get their goods or whatever, they they may put a hit on you while you're on your way home. So, um, you know, I sure wouldn't want to be in law enforcement in any capacity. I thought at one point that, that you know, that would be serving the community of dangerous people like what we're dealing with. Um, but don't let fear um, get in your way of, of doing what God's putting on your heart to to do for the greater good because there's signs and, and wonders that I've been seeing um, happen in the sky and it's a beautiful thing. Um, it, it's, you know, kind of, he's kind of telling us, you know, Things are coming to a head, but, you know, don't fear it um, or try not to fear it. Try to focus on, you know, 
what what's good, what you are grateful for in your life, the day-to-day, even the most mundane things, for your pet, for your friends, for your your shelter, your food, uh, for the sunsets, the sunrises, you know, getting in touch with nature, whatever that is. You know, getting in touch with nature to me is what I've brought up. That's always like the best way to commune with with whatever you're, you believe in as, you know, your higher power to reconnect with your spirit and realign, you know, to get away from technology and disconnect from technology and just kind of slow down your your spirit and try to find joy. And I know it's, that's a tough challenge, but that we're survivors. We were meant to be survivors. And, you know, for this short time that we're on this earth in the flesh, um, my mom, who's got severe dementia um, and other issues from her alcoholism, is not doing well. So I don't know if they've targeted her that I'm afraid one day she won't even recognize my voice or my face. Um, and that's They've already taken out my my dad and my my dog two years two months after that when I came back. Um, but I, I try not to focus on the, the negative. Just know that it's there. Um, but to know that um, you know, God willing, that I'll be joining you know all those loved ones over, and, and you all will too. Um, no matter what you believe in or don't believe in, um, because I've seen some beautiful stories. Even Hindus were visited by angels when they're in a coma, and you know they were shown, um, you know, a glimpse of heaven, and they didn't end up dying. Um, they were able to share with others what they experienced. So when it talks about the Bible, it talks about in Genesis the giants and the monsters and, you know, creatures and everything. Well, you know, going back to Re- Revelations, it, you know, talked about in Genesis that, you know, when the floods happened and everything, um, God, you know, put a lot of those creatures and evil doers um, before Christ came, you know, in hell, right? Um, chained and put in cages and whatever. But because of this hybridization, I feel like they don't even need to release them out of hell, um, you know, the demons that be because of this this hybrid program that they're, you know, making a superhuman regenerate, you know, I mean, just watch it for yourself. Look up Species 3, and it is a real, true um, government experiment that, is going on, giving them supernatural abilities, um, almost to the point like a robot with no emotions. So we know demons do not have emotions. Um, So on the outside, they look, you know, like a human being in every way, shape, and form. Um, And they have got to a point that they're even resistant to disease, viruses, um, you know, but that's all 
that's all part of the greater scheme of things that um greed and power um that's what they're about, but we know the end game, so just focus on 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 that and you know just keep in prayer and continue to research and look things up um but to try to just uh, like I think his name is Tyrone or or Peter, who I had heard ending last night. He had so much, so many good things to say, and he said it best. You know, taking religion off the table. Just know, at the end of the day, you have to live your life and not uh, try anything to divert your attention to not let them win or get you flustered. But because we're human. And Satan knows we have feelings and emotions. He uses his, you know, evildoers to capitalize on that. So if we can recognize in that moment, oh, I see what's going on. Okay, so I can choose to react to that or I can choose to piss them off and and just not react and say anything at all and just uh, walk away. Um, Because that's what they want. They want the desired responses they want to provoke. Did anyone um did anyone happen to see on TV because I missed it? all the, the protests, um, the different places that Trump actually went to? No, I, I didn't, but um, I'm just glad they're protesting. Uh, me too. I'm glad that there's this whole organization dedicated to not the Red Party, not the Blue Party, but just, you know, like Black Lives uh, Matter, uh, dedicated yeah, sanity. to... Sanity, sanity. Yeah, you know. dedicated to any anything but anybody but him. Well, almost anybody he, but him. He's a nightmare. He's a nightmare. He is more than a nightmare. When he, you know, when I looked into his background, I I was really taken aback. But at the same time, it all made sense that he mentioned his mother was Scottish, but he didn't mention his father came over from Austria. And he was born a year after Hitler died. So there's that connection that he only employs um, Russian or Slovakian or Romanians, undocumented workers to work for him. And including, uh, I guess he recruited a bunch of Polish people to build the Trump Towers. Didn't even give them hard hats. Um, didn't even um, pay them, um, knew that he had them in the catch-22, that they came over illegally, and knew that, you know, he's entrapped them in his Miralaga home and other dwellings. So, you know, when they talk about, when Boehner talked about Ted Cruz being Lucifer incarnate, um, I don't think he really gets it. Yeah, he, you know, 
Cruz not, might not be the best guy. I haven't really looked that much into his background, but between no, Hillary he, and they're both horrible, horrible. But Hil- uh, if you had to pick Hillary, Trump, or Cruz, I consider very- them all all three nightmares. Of course, I would vote for Hillary, but I'm not in love with Hillary. I, I would, but I, you know, she does not, I don't, I'd hold my nose and vote for her, but that's it. Well, I'm, I'm a bit uh, afraid of her because she worked with Trump and Bill um, during the 1990 crisis when I had a house and they bet against the market for people to lose their jobs and then ripple effect to lose their house yeah. and the whole predatory lending thing. So I got to keep my house for two years and and then I had to either get foreclosed on or uh, walk away, short sale it. And by the skin of my teeth, I guess it didn't really matter. I didn't know then. I uh, had to walk away, short sale it. And, uh, you know, that was the start to the end for me of any kind of stability. But I know that that was a way God was teaching me that you're clinging to the wrong things. There is no security in the world. And that's a false sense of security. Anyway, so I've been holding off as to even entertaining buying a house when he now doesn't even need uh, the president to impose eminent domain. He works with lobbyists that can do that and that do do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll have everybody enslaved and kicked out of their houses and all their assets taken. Yeah, I he's a disaster. Cruz is just oh god. Nightmare on steroids. I wonder if there's any chance if there's any miracle if we pray hard enough that Kasich could get back in the ring. I don't know, but I've heard that Trump might pick him for VP and somebody might take Trump out. I think there's a good chance if he gets president. That's a great idea. I love that thought. You mean take take out Trump and then... That's what I've heard, and that would not... That would not surprise me. Somebody take it. That would be actually excellent. <laughs> That's excellent strategy. And, and just like you, know, you see these reality shows like Big Brother and all that, where they form alliances. You know, well, that's when I started um, attacking his campaign with Rubio, um, handing them information and looking up things. And I said, fact check this, and there it is on the internet, um, exposed again. Um, Donald Trump, all these lawsuits he has, and he doesn't pay. He hasn't paid taxes for years, so he's talking about Hillary going to jail. Well, he's very close to going to jail with all his lawsuits too, um, and he doesn't have the money that everybody thinks he has. It's all tied up in assets, which can be, you know, liquidated in in the in the New York minute. And he's only what they say on paper. He's really only. Um, Valued at maybe a million at, at the most. So no, he's really I, just I assure inflating. you. I assure you, he's his assets. He's worth more than one million dollars. 
But given, let's say, you know, the market crashes and everybody loses, dumps their houses, um, and he's got money tied up in those assets that people can pay um, the mortgage or whatever, then he's stuck with all of that on his uh, portfolio, so to speak. And what's he going to do? You know, he's going to lose money because people won't have the money because he'll keep raising the rents or raising the mortgage. Um, you know, so he'll have to take a loss. And I heard that he actually filed for bankruptcy several times. How do you get to file bankruptcy on something like someone of his caliber? I don't get that. Well, I don't know any details. I just know that he did. Oh, I know, because his sister works for the appellate court. That's why. She's a judge. He's got four of the siblings. Actually, three now. One of them died um, of uh, alcohol poisoning when he was running Trump Airline. So he has um, what uh, two brothers and one sister now. Yeah, instead of three brothers. Two brothers and one sister in New York. Well, I... We just need a miracle to get... Exactly. We need to pray for a miracle. We really do. Um, And I, I am. I am praying for a miracle that, you know, whatever God rain down his holy terror on those who are doing what they're doing and have a big wake-up call. And it can happen. I mean, I've seen things happen of huge magnitude when an entire population of people, whether it's a congregation or whatever, um, the ties did actually change. So there's still hope. Don't give up hope. But doesn't it, like, it's just like, um, it's an understatement, but bothers me so much how many people are voting for Trump. I mean... It, it is be, disturbing, yeah. I don't get it. Be, like, Indiana... You have to be racist. You have to be greedy. You have to be mm-hmm. okay with vulgarity. You have to mm-hmm. hate women like he hate hates women, women, yeah. Hate women, hate Hispanics, hate blacks. Yeah, he and comes people from... are voting for this criminal, and it's just like I feel like they're blind, they're ignorant. It's somewhat frightening. Yeah, they they are. I got into it with a friend of mine who is a veteran and works at um, the VA hospital. And I said, you know, he's like, I don't want to talk politics with you. I said, okay, then I understand. I respect that. Um, How about this? Um, I'm going to send you information. You can fact check it yourself about what Trump has done and what he is doing. And you can decide for yourself. I'll give the good and bad of every single candidate. And why would you do something so outside? I mean, I understand. I feel the same way that, you know, we don't want any insiders, any career politicians in there. But 
he is not about any helping people. He cut off his own brother who, with his wife, had a baby with some kind of defect. And he fought over the father's estate that was worth $100 million, uh for that baby not to get that life-saving treatment and died because he wanted the money. So this is what kind of character we're dealing with. And, you know, I I, I hate to be a mudslinger. Um, I'm generally not that kind of person, but people need to know facts um, of what, you know, he is doing and continues to do in his alliance with the Arabs, with the United Arab Emirates, where he's got deals there too. Um, so, yeah, he aligned himself with alliances um, as soon as... Uh, Bush came into office, he aligned with with all the dirty deeds, with Cheney, with all of them corrupt people. But, you know, we do have faith on our side, and prayer does work. I don't care what anybody um, says um, in whatever language, in whatever culture, you know, prayer does work. And I've seen it when you go out and, and do good deeds, um, you see and you do things to fight for the right reason, not for just ourselves, but for the greater good of everyone. Um, You know, positive energy um, is like a magnet pulls in more positive energy. I notice when I expend negative energy, that's kind of what I get back when I go out into the world. So I have to be cognizant and careful to not be too reactionary towards those that are ignorant like these construction guys here that I know um, from Pennsylvania are all voting for Trump. And I'm like, oh, good luck on that. You're going to lose your house, your assets, hmm. your job, your family. You'll be in the Eustema camps and you, they'll be taking organs from you and whatever else. Yeah, he's, they, you know, people... They just laughed at me like I didn't know what I was talking about, and I said, No, okay. people, people, he is a chaos candidate. People think they see chaos now. Wait till that hit, dude hits president. They don't know what chaos is. Exactly. Just take one look at his Miss America, uh, Miss Universe, uh, all the, the women that uh, tried to kill each other, literally. Um hmm. You know, that's another thing on his agenda people don't pay attention to. Um, He wanted that kind of, just like with the protests that when he was, you know, that they were defending him, he thought that was funny. He's like, yeah, we need more of that. You know, he was getting off on on that negative vibe. Look, they want me, they want me. And then it turned the other way, 360 degrees, so... Um, I I don't know. I'm just praying that people find the truth, whatever that is, in whatever way that is. To, you know, I know they've been rigged. Like in California, people thought they were voting for the independent uh, on the box, but they didn't know that they were not voting for the independent party, but for this other party that represents... um, an alliance of uh, gay marriage and, you know, other things 
that had nothing to do with being an independent. So the voting process has been on purpose, I think, misleading and confusing. So people have to now, they're mad, they have to uh, uh, undo what they did and recast their votes. I don't understand why you have to pick a party. To me, it's whatever the best person, the best qualified, you know, person, not not pick a, a party. I don't align myself with any certain party. I consider myself an independent. Right. Yeah, but I am I, still going to vote. This just reminds me of George W. Bush uh, getting elected, and it just appalled me to no end. I, I don't know what people saw when he saw him, but he was just a malignant narcissist. Oh, they worked. Yeah, they worked together from the from the, the time he got into office in '89. They've been working together. Well, yeah, it's just I, I just these people who are voting. I I don't know what think, they think. Do you think but, just like the um, payoffs of the you know target the people that target us? Do you think maybe he's doing the same thing, buying votes, giving people money? Like like I think no no I don't I I mean he does you know, some underhanded things like he bought Hillary Clinton's website and he bought, I believe, Ted Cruz's website, which is kind of hysterical. Um, You know, I I don't. As a general rule, I disagree what most pundits say, that uh, people just on this, uh, jump on this, um, kind of cling to him through his fear-mongering their they're angry, they're kind of disillusioned, and they think, oh, if I have Trump, you know, I, I want to be like him. He'll allow us to be more like him. And I just want to say that is the last thing he will it'll like do. Being, yeah, it'll be like being in the shark tank, really, because he is yeah. hurt. That's right. I mean, he wants to lower the minimum wage. It's like, what do you hear when he speaks? All these you know, if the number one supporter of Trump is not even a high school diploma white male, that is the number one supporter. Oh, wow, of- you know that. <laughs> what? That's cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, you know, and all these people want to join this largest group that supports Trump and... Um, I, I don't know what they hear when he speaks. It's like, what are you thinking? Are are you really that crazy? Are you really that stupid? Uh, you think but I, I, they're they're being mind controlled? Is it possible? I I don't think so. I I think, like I said, I think it's just generally um, he has tapped into disillusionment and anger, and he's a master at that. He knows how mm-hmm. to control the media. And, and and that's mostly what it is. Like, I've got a sister with a PhD in psychology. She is crazy over him. And I, I just consider wow. her a com- complete loon. And yeah, same with so my older brother. He, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, these are people with high IQs. She 
just doesn't have a PhD, right? And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I just, I, it's just insanity to me. I, it's just, you know, I'm a Bernie Sanders fan and. Uh, yeah, he, he seems pretty down to earth too. Yeah, very reasonable and um, kind of well thought out and not married to money. And a lot of this is greed. Um, people, oh, yeah, fully. Yeah, a, a lot of greed. Uh, they kind of like also his bullying techniques. And so if you're a Trump supporter, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, get him out of here. Well, that, you know, he should be arrested for saying that. That's, to me, that's inciting you know, maybe not a riot, but you know, inciting violence. Violence, but exactly. They don't, they don't touch him, in my opinion, because he has money. If I said mm-hmm. something like that at a rally, I'd have bracelets on me so fast, I wouldn't be able to see straight. But they don't. They're not so interested in getting after that guy. And then you know they'll say, "Oh, that's really not our job." Whatever he says, we're just here to protect him. It's like, well, yeah, but there's other law enforcement who just look the other way when he says stuff like that. And how people accept that kind of rhetoric and behavior and think that that's okay. I think also Mm -hmm. that people aren't aware of how the rest of the world is viewing Trump. Uh, They're kind of afraid. And uh, But one thing, I I, I still kind of... I'm not so sure he's going to make president, but if he did, like he, he's kind of like, oh, Putin, oh, I kind of like Putin, oh, we'll get along so well. Of course and he does. Him. They're the same, you know, same background. Close, very close. But, you know, Putin, dear God in heaven, um, I believe he is worth, and I think this is conservative, $80 billion. Now, this is all stolen money, but I believe that's, fairly accurate if conservative on Putin's self-worth. But Putin is a sociopath. And Putin will run circles around Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is not aware of that. And, you know, and he thinks, oh, I'm going to make a hard deal with Putin and I, I like this guy. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just an overt narcissist. Sociopath totally. for dinner, you know, and, and he's so naive. And I, I would, you know, I don't think he'll make president, but to watch that particular scenario play out, because I'm telling you, Putin will have him for dinner. He will make no deals with him. He will not you think? Uh, be a whip. No, uh, Trump will lose. In regards to Putin. Now, China, I think, is different, but in regards to Putin, uh, Putin will tear him up. And uh, he's just so naive. It's like, hey, Donald, I I know you're real bright. How the fuck do you think Putin got where he is? He's the head of the KGB for a while. Now, that is one nasty motherfucker. How many people have you killed, Donald? Because he'll have you poisoned with ricin before you even know, you know, up from down. Uh, and he's just, he's so, Trump is so dangerous and such a loose yeah. cannon and dangerous so to his so own bad. family, to his own well-being. His statements are dangerous. 
Yeah, I mean, somebody needs to point out why has he been married three times and who remembers Jennifer Flowers that he was married to? You mean Marla Maple? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. Marla Maple. I see here he's done eminent domain on a little old lady and commercial business. He's done eminent domain. So all these developers. And I bet he probably owns all of Vegas. A lot of his misdealings, so to speak, will be brought out, I think, if, you know, he goes against Hillary. But, um, you know, he's just a borderline criminal and a thug. And I, I just... So unimpressed. I, I mean, half my family of origin just thinks he's the greatest thing ever, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot go there. I, it's insane. And they admire him, and I just, uh, I, you know, I, I'm just grateful that Noam Chomsky, um, at least one of our most brilliant minds in the United States, at least I have the same viewpoint as him. So I have somebody, you know, I'm not just like talking out of my head. At least him and Glenn Greenwald and Snowden are all pro Sanders. And so I think these are good, brilliant people. And so at least I, those people view things the same as me. So although most of, the Americans are, to me, blind. Uh, at least the people who I admire, some of the people who I admire the most, have similar viewpoints. So, I mean, Chomsky called him a clown. He is a clown, and he is totally. If you remember, Bozo the clown, <laughs> or the McDonald's clown, or yeah, he, yeah, he totally looks like Howdy Doody. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing on here all the list of losses that he has. Oh, even in San Diego. Hmm. Class action lawsuit against uh, Donald Trump. He's got a whole list of them. Let's see. Threatening Donald Trump. Oh, let's see. He's threatening lawsuits against Ted Cruz now. Never hides this. this yeah, because of the results in Arizona. Why? Why? I don't get that. What? What happened in Arizona? Well, Cruz uh, took Arizona, and so uh, Trump wants to sue Arizona over why he lost or something. I I don't get it. I don't understand. Maybe it's to do with the Trump University, because I know that I was targeted with that when I no longer own my house to go to these seminars in in, uh, North Orange County to buy a house with someone else's money. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I wanted to send a, a real nasty gram back <laughs> when I yeah, got that. I yeah. How dare you? How'd you even yeah. get my name on a list? Yeah. Lots but I, I, but I am hoping for a miracle. It's the only yep, thing we have to left. We can. And God is a God of miracles. So I believe that God is going to get us just, and there's something really major that's going to happen between this year and next, um, that yeah. we're going to see some justice done. Oh, see, I totally disagree there. I I, 
I don't think that's how it's going to come out. I. But God, I think, God has supernatural powers. He can make anything happen. You know, if we well, get together. Yeah, I just, I kind of think more in line of what some people are. At first, I. It's still hard for me to um, believe, but you know. It, let's just say that Trump becomes president. Well, in 2020, um, to me, we'll have Democratic presidents for the next 20 years. Once he's done, I think it will open up enough people's eyes uh, that we'll have nobody will be electing a Republican candidate for a very, very long time. He will cause. Well, it's a- so it, says, it's, it says here that he is connected to the Russian mafia. Uh, yep. Well, how? What, um, what evidence do they have? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Independent. www.independent.co news world uh, says Donald Trump walks over questions about his mafia connections ties to organized crime. Oh, Donald Trump also has criminal record. That's interesting. Of? Of? I haven't got to that yet. Shady business, fraud charges, charges against him. Um, let's see what it says. Criminal record. I mean, he filed a lawsuit against Bill Maher. When Bill Maher... Oh, are you serious? Totally. Totally. Wow. Bill Maher called him the son of an orangutan. And <laughs> Donald Trump. I love Bill Maher. <laughs> I know. Donald Trump filed a, literally, truly a lawsuit in regards to that. And, you know, Bill Maher was so confident. He laughed it off. And, and <laughs> uh, Trump had to capitulate and, and drop it and look like an idiot and you know, Bill Maher didn't even flinch. He didn't look afraid, and um, it just made Trump look like an idiot. Well, here's something. It says uh, Donald Trump avoided Vietnam with deferments. Selective service records. Let's see. Well, that's, I don't know if that's coming or not. I'll get to the criminal. It says criminal records. Uh Search USAPeople.com um, criminal records on Donald Trump. Uh, see what I can find. But you know he's paying off law enforcement too, and anybody and everybody. Okay, genealogy. See, I I bet that there's a I bet you he has stock in this bear chip, which is right down 
not far from his Miralaga home. And then there's the Sharia law, um, if it does, because of his Saudi friends, he could very well get lobbyists to impose Sharia law in communities, but it would not be across the states. It would have to be county by county, city by city, state by state. That's not going to happen. Well, they're trying in some areas. I'm just curious to know, like, I know he has ties to all the television stations with his so-called reality TV shows. Um, I'm just wondering if he did anything, he didn't cross his T's or dot the I's that he contracted, violated any of his contracts. That would be grounds for felony embezzling funds, which I'm sure he's done, cooking the books. Anyone else on here? No. Every time I come on, everybody runs away. Me too. <laughs> we speak the truth. <laughs> or at least we try to. We try to do for the greater good. Well, if you're form. anti-Trump, if you're anti-Trump, you're losing a lot of people. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to see who. All you have to do is look up a list of his investors. I'm sure Barney Madoff's on there, Enron, uh, the Keating scandal. The what scandal? The Keating, the SNL, saving the oh. loan scandal, the Keating Five. I'm sure that he's probably even responsible for putting Martha Stewart in jail. I wouldn't doubt that. Oh, I doubt that. <sighs> I'm going to get my dog's chips removed tomorrow. That's probably Why? what's causing her to spaz. That's just probably what's causing her to spaz out because they can migrate. That's what I was. Oh, and well, I didn't my know other that. vet told me. My other vet told me that. Yeah, just like a lot of these medical supply or medical implants. You know, all these recalls on these implants that they've migrated and damaged organs and Oh wow. If it can happen in people, it could definitely you know, and that's another way for them to attack our pets, to attack us, to make them act, you know, crazy and you know, in pain or He's in bear ship. I bet he is. 
thinking that would be the ultimate Hitler machine. Yeah, somebody needs to look into his, um, with a fine tooth, tooth comb, all his investment portfolios. They are. I assure you they are. Got to be something there. Joe, are you still on the line? See, every time I come on, Joe runs away. Maybe he's sleeping. (laughs) Or maybe he's doing errands or doing some household stuff. He has some good points, though. I heard a little bit. And he's, he's in, I think, Texas, where this is intense in Texas, what's been going on there, too. Yeah, that's Ted Cruz country, isn't it, Texas? Huh? Hello? Yeah, I'm looking into Airship Who Invests, um, Donald Trump. I'm sure he's into pharmaceuticals, too. Oh, that's the show Billions. Um, you know, they're PR firm promoting um, all these drugs and lies about drugs. The biggest one being Viagra <laughs> and Pendradol, um, mm. you know, did a lot of damage to men because of all the pesticides and everything and the soy and things that cause irreparable damage. Well, the one thing that can be done, just by the little bit of experience I had in the corporate world, is to get to the to shareholders and the stockholders of anything that someone corrupt is invested in. And they more than likely don't know the truth, and maybe they don't even want to know the truth. But those who truly care that they could go bust the next day, you know, be a millionaire overnight and go bust just like dot com. That's one way to take down um, people like him to expose safety issues with buildings, code violations, um, you know, slumlord kind of stuff, 
um, whether it's commercial or residential or whatever else. Hello. So here, but nobody else seems to be here. Joe, are you there? Oh, I didn't realize how late it was. That's why. Getting close to shut down. Well, I'm going to drop off the phone. I hope you have okay. a good week and, and have you some, too. some positive things, you know, happen. You know, let's let's just drive every day to try to pray and wake up thinking, you know, we can make a difference as a as a collective, you know, by, you know, just simply, you know, praying and, and hoping and getting you know, entire congregations to pray over this to turn the tide. And God's a God of miracles. And I've seen quite a few in my lifetime happen to others. And it gave me great joy to to see that, to get them out of a really bad situation that, you know, a lot of us feel like we're in a rut and we're stuck and afraid to make a move into all this, this, stupid election stuff is over. So everybody's kind of holding their breath. And I mean, I know we have to move on with life, but um, it just feels like, you know, we're between a rock and a hard place and all you can do is make the best decisions that you can with what you're given and just expect and hope that God will take care of the rest. Yeah. he, He has our best interests in heart, no matter what we've done, what we wish we would have done, you know, I know there is a higher, higher being. So with that, I will get my puppy ready for bed here and um, bid you a good night and a good week. Okay. You too. Thank you. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye.
The conference is now in silent mode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.